You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I, I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. You have a good dip dip dip. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. 
Hey, everybody, welcome into the program, episode 2819, the hard castle of the season as we've come to know it and love it. We, you know, we got our inside jokes here at the program, one of which is the uh, up top, my brother, and I guess yesterday in the Sunday uh, New York Times, there was a uh, uh, 69 down, I guess, was um, uh, the, cue, uh, the, the clue was high five, and the answer was up top. And many people on Twitter thought that maybe that gentleman was a uh, Never Not Funny fan huh. and putting in a uh, an inside joke wow. for just them. Uh, but I would argue that the fact that we we started this was because some uh, frat dude in flip-flops <laughs> said, up top my brother to you, yeah. that when so- one does hop- a high five, you go up top, down low. You do all of that. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's specifically, although, but the clue being number 69. That's the part that makes it feel. Yeah. Yeah. Alone, it's nothing. But with the 69, the connection of up top and 69 is ours. It's like, ours. Th- that's, it is. Well, but, and, and that guy. Right. Like, like, yes. we, we must give him credit. Yeah. I mean, he'll never know that he's a part of this but it was his invention we'll, we'll give him credit i do i one thing that happens on the internet when the number 69 comes up the joke is to say nice and so everyone yes. goes nice 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 it is not to say up top so you're, up you're, top is very distinct from that 100 percent agree with you i will yes so uh but i guess elliot has done a little deep dive into the gentleman who wrote the crossword and uh, that person is not a listener uh, or at least not a platinum subscriber not a platinum subscriber and but the one thing that occurred to me is what if the crossword author is that guy <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he says it to everybody says it to me. uh that would be uh, well at least we'd have an answer yeah right we'd uh uh i, I love that i mean it, whether That's or not great. it's associated with us uh uh, I hope it is because I, I, I don't want it to be uh, out there in, in the common world without us getting uh, some sort of credit. And again, I'm, I'm still going to tell my dad we're in the New York Times. <laughs> that's the best way to handle it. That's the most that's, important part of this. Uh, we're talking about, uh, we're talking about Mr. Uh, Mr. Belknap. That's right. All right. Just making sure uh, we're talking about the same folks mm-hmm. at any given time. Um, welcome to the program. Yesterday was Father's Day, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, I was thinking about this when I when I was a kid. We always went to my grandparents' house. That was the thing. And my grandfather and then eventually my father would do the grilling. They would do all that. The Because we're Italian, the ladies would do all the prep and all the teardown. And as a kid, you did nothing. You, and, and even as into teens and 20s, you, you never had to do anything. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to bring beer, which I did, uh, <laughs> you brought beer. But maybe not even that. Maybe the grandparents or the people would buy it. Mm-hmm. You'd just show up. Okay. Uh, and I loved that. I loved having a big family, uh, you know, and... In Chicago, uh, several years, we'd watch the uh, the NBA finals would always be on Father's Day. Yeah. So we would watch that and then go outside and uh, and have a nice time. Or we'd watch the end of the U.S. Open would also be uh, on that day. Um, so there was always something to do. And I remember, you know, bonding with my dad over Tom Watson and Jack Nicholas. And my dad was a back, big Jack Nicholas fan. Not so much anymore. Even my dad is not so much anymore because he's clearly a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's clear, but he's a closed-minded <laughs> old white rich dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved all of that. At the same time, I liked yesterday where, yes, we did go and have uh, a brunch with my in-laws, mm-hmm. but I also liked that we did nothing. Yeah. I also liked that it was just a Sunday. We could have brunch with my in-laws any Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like that. And I liked that too. Yeah. Well, I mean, how much of that is uh, coming out of a pandemic, just w- w- we're doing less and how much of it is just like being... Like if it, if there had been no pandemic, would that still have been 
the the situation for us it would have been because but if i was back in chicago i yeah. think my dad may have had something because my, you know my yeah. dad again my dad's an old italian guy yeah where let's fire up the grill he's he's that guy let's put some sausages out there and yeah i mean this is a very obvious statement but i am more acutely aware of the effort involved in socializing now than i was a year and a half ago <laughs> i think that you've always been that way I've, I've never liked it but i was used to it and now i'm not even used to it and so i'll agree with that but uh but I will never buy a grill. I will never be the guy that says, come over for a Father's Day yeah, uh, or a or, or a 4th of July or a whatever. Right. I like grilling, though. We did get a grill last summer during the pandemic because there was a sale at Lowe's or something. Um, and it's great. It's nice to because to, it's it's gas. We'd, I've never had a ga- gas grill before. And it's just so easy. Like the, with charcoal, it's just like a whole process. You, know you still have I mean? to do a lot of cleaning, though, right? Don't you still have to do a lot of... Uh, uh, like, uh, uh, and when I say that, I mean... Jimmy Pardo could possibly be nauseated. You would, you would not like it. Yeah. 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 You have to scrape it down after, but it's not that bad. Uh, when I lived with Jennifer for that short period of time, we had a grill and she would go out there and, and grill on the patio. Yeah. And I did appreciate the, uh, you know, the grilled chicken. Yeah. That was basically what it was. It would always, it would always be grilled chicken because mm-hmm. everything else would nauseate me. Uh, even, even, even back then. Well, it, oh, oh yeah. It started before that. Oh, I, I thought it. Well, I didn't know when it started. I just I just knew that you didn't have a problem as a kid. Uh, late 80s, early 90s. I, I, again, I could I could visualize the, the, the house I was in and then running out to the front lawn and vomiting. But I cannot tell you whose house that was, what year it was. But mm-hmm. I want to say late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Do you think it was really the end of the Reagan administration that caused this? Like once he left office, you just could not stand. Well, I was, I, I didn't like the idea of. Uh, well, I guess it was he was uh, it was George Bush, so I guess uh, he came in. Uh, yeah. Still, I guess it continued. So my premise. He was a wimp. <laughs> <laughs> I love how every every politician, basically every president, has like one stupid thing that you're like that guy wimp wimp that poor man <laughs> guys was it a he was fucking jumped out of airplanes in the military oh shit right <laughs> head of the cia yeah right but 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 even if head of cia does not make you a guy that could you still might not jump out of airplanes and fight fucking fight a war <laughs> yeah and that guy you're, you're right wimp <laughs> he was a spy and i was on board right. with it too i was like that guy does seem wimpy He's like, he, talks he did like a shit you would never do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You would never. You would only jump out of a plane as a last resort. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, would you or, or would you go out to uh, Palm Springs and do the, uh, the parachute? I probably would have when I was younger, but I think I'm reaching that age where I'm like, it, it, uh, the the risk doesn't seem worth the reward of Will you adrenaline. Do, do me a favor. And I'm very serious about this. If you decide to do that, do this, and I think you should. <laughs> Uh, because I think you need to do one last exciting thing. Like I got tattoos. Okay, that's my one last thing that I regret. You <laughs> should go out and do that. Yeah. Uh, one last thing before the kids get older and such. But let me know when you're doing that, and I mean for a, a nice pad of time prior, so that I have time to get a life insurance policy on you. <laughs> okay. Well, it seems, it seems like you already have the plan in place, so maybe you just get the policy and then start bullying me into doing it <laughs> when let me ask you this when do the police knock on my door if i take out a life insurance policy on my friend matt Belknap? yeah i don't think that's how life insurance policies work i think that would raise a few eyebrows but you are my business partner that's so true. maybe yeah i could it would not it would raise a flag maybe maybe a fuchsia flag but not a red flag. here's the problem though now if if you follow that through to its logical conclusion you're going to end up in a situation where 
possibly in court, you will have to admit that I am an essential part of this program because the premise being the the business cannot continue without him. Therefore, I'm, oh no, it can. Right. So if if the business can continue without me, then why would there be any value to? Uh, Look, my, there's going to be there's a learning curve once I cut you loose. And mm. I have to figure, I have to learn, I got to learn how to do garage, but although I learned a little bit during the pandemic, how to yeah. do some stuff. I don't know how to upload, but I'm sure I could find somebody to do that. So I guess in a way, yeah, maybe, the, although the money I'd get from this insurance policy might be worth having to just admit it. <laughs> That's the question. What's worth more? Is it like money or ego? Well, what do you want? It, I guess it depends how much, uh, how big of a policy I take out. <laughs> yeah. How much it's worth each month to, uh, to pay for this. Yeah. I do know what I pay for my life insurance policy, and it feels like it's too much. Hmm. But at the same time, if tomorrow I walk out and I get hit by a bus, you know, I want my family to be covered. It will have been worth it. <laughs> For them. Right, right. Now, right now, it's sucking my wallet dry. I, I have a side deal with Danielle. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing, by the way. If I take out a life insurance policy on you, that I'm always afraid I'm going to be framed for something. <laughs> if anything happens to you, right. instantly, Columbo's at my door. It sounds like you've thought about, a lot about this life insurance policy. <laughs> I haven't thought about it for you in a long time. In a, in a long, a long time. What? Yeah. It used to cross my mind quite a bit. When was the time that you were thinking about Never, this? Not once. Not once until this premise uh, here. Anyway, we had a family, a Father's Day. We saw my in-laws, mm-hmm. went to the Grove, had a little brunch. Uh, my son's uh, still not 100% comfortable being out in the world. He wears his masks uh, constantly unless he's chewing mm-hmm. or, or not even chewing, but putting it in his mouth. Oh, so he just pulls it down. Yeah. Pulls it back. And this is this is outdoor seating. Outdoor seating at the uh, that marmalade cafe oh, yeah. where we had, and I will say this, and maybe uh, this gentleman will never hear this. I'm not kidding. The greatest waiter I've ever had in my life. Wow. He was without being overbearing. Was always there. Mm-hmm. Was helpful. Was kind. The way the way he spoke was kind. Yeah. Just uh, and he was terrific. Did uh, did he have a mask on? Um. Boy, you know what? I want to say that I saw him smile. So maybe he had it. Maybe he was doing it, you know, with the uh, the Van Dyke version, where you kind of have yeah. it right here, and then he would put it up. Abe Lincoln's. But I want to say that he, no, I want to say that he had a mask when he brought our food out. It's interesting because they, you know, I guess in L.A. you don't have to anymore. But if you're a worker, I think you do. So he must have had a mask on. Well, we went to brunch yesterday too, and in Studio City, and none of the waiter. It was all outdoor seating, and none of the waiters had masks on. And I was taken. I was slightly taken aback. I was telling these guys before. It. It. it I found it. Uh, like slight, just because Charlie's not vaccinated yet, I don't. I I thought I read that they still have to be wearing them. That seems that's weird to me. This place might not know what they're doing. Oh, we, we <laughs> got ten horn flats. <laughs> that's right. Uh, For yeah. those that don't know, that uh, that was a the place that uh, defied all the rules, and they got uh, penalized for it by getting uh, evicted. Right? Didn't the well? Yeah. The the final step. It's been this has been going on for eight months i think this is this is a place near where i live so it's been right in my face which is very annoying but they yeah the guy turned it into a you know uh, he's a trump guy and he turned it into a whole issue and by the way he lives in in thailand always a good sign when a middle-aged american guy is living in thailand right uh, well if you watch that yeah QAnon, uh, right exactly conspiracy thing yes yeah. <laughs> so that's the type of person that so he had his 20 year old son running the business for him uh but his ex-wife actually owned 
the property, I think. Oh, so she? she so she evicted him. But this is only after eight months of him, the, the, the business squabbling with the city, with the health inspector, with the county. There was, you know, they, they locked the doors. They cut the locks off it. They put sandbags on the doors. The guys tore, put the sandbag. They were, they were, uh, they brought, oh, they shut the power and the gas off of the building. So they brought a generator. And like, th- this is, so just, uh, this was like in December, January, February. By the time, and then, then it kept going, even after the the uh, the thing was lifted, like every other business was al- allowed to have uh, customers, at least outdoor seating. And these guys couldn't because they had defied all these orders. And so they were fighting it in court and they were getting fined and they just kept ignoring the fines. At one point, they had to put a, uh, like they, they drilled holes in the sidewalk and put a, a chain link fence around the building so that people couldn't cut the locks off the doors and go back in whoa that's how crazy it got and and also every weekend people have been driving in from all over you know wherever they live and it's mostly white people uh that want to be racist in one little room Mm -hmm. i mean the the racism they would not cop to that i think it's it's probably a a fact it just sort of a byproduct of the type of person that is taking this stance but to them it's an issue of freedom right you know like we don't we shouldn't have to this is all a hoax and so we shouldn't have to follow this unjust it's an unjust law so we're they they think they're you know john lewis in, in, right. in alabama or something but uh you know they're just and and but and then also all this weird stuff keeps happening where like a guy got stabbed you know at one of the rallies and someone got pepper sprayed and someone climbed over the fence and got trapped <laughs> so the police had, and by the way the police have to be there every weekend to deal with this stupid crowd of idiots and and they set up merch tables it's ridiculous the whole thing is absurd so anyway finally like two weeks ago or a week a week ago the ex-wife was granted the i don't know how what the process exactly was but she evicted them and and i don't know if the crowds are still gathering but it's sad because i don't i didn't really like that place but it was sort of a, a landmark in terms of it looks like an old west saloon and it's kind of and if i'm not mistaken though they also would play the chicago bears yes it was a Bears sunday it was so a it was a bears bar and by the way this guy didn't always own it it was it had other owners oh i that. see um so that's what i mean by it's kind of a shame because it's a it was it was it's been around a long, long time. It's sort of a, an institution of some sort in Burbank. And now it's going to be forever associated with this idiot movement. Right. So uh, you have to just tear it all down and start over, I think. Right. But, Burn it down, fellas. Yeah. But uh, no, no, we were at this other place and and I, they they we had a reservation at 1030 and we showed up and the doors were locked and there were like a bunch of people waiting and they were like, what's going on? And then, like, someone, like, found a side door. They were like, hey, we're out here. And they're like, according to this woman, at least, she came back out and she was like, they said they'll be ready when they're ready. And we're like, what? Really? (laughs) Then why did I make a reservation? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't, I don't 100% believe you, but I don't know. Okay. Uh, But anyway, they did open the doors. But they... Our waiter was like, you know, we're not usually open. We it's 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 basically a dinner restaurant, and they do like you know, they, it's like we're not usually open for brunch. So I think everybody was kind of like uh, getting up to speed, which is why I'm not 100 percent sure that they were doing the right thing vis-a-vis masking. Got you. But it was all outside, and so technically that should be okay. I don't. Yes. <laughs> why are you mad at me? I don't know. Okay. Uh, so Cal- I want this fucking door painted. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, California, uh, for any workplace, and I try to figure out whether it was restaurants were yep. special or not. It didn't seem to be. If it's indoors, if at least one person is not vaccinated, everyone needs to wear masks. All the workers need to wear masks. 
if it's outdoors, any uh, if it's outdoors, wait, that part didn't quite make sense. Uh, outdoors, they don't have to wear masks. Okay. Uh, so it seems as though perhaps. But uh, what if they're going in and out? Like, like we're. Uh, right. That's what it's all about. First of all, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, like our guy, you know, would have to. Uh, his yes, his section was outside, well, but you still got to go inside to get the goods. So, so the, yeah, the if, kitchens inside. If yeah. all of the employees are vaccinated, they do not have to wear masks. I see. Thank you. All right. So now we're in this situation where it's almost like restaurants want to do that to convey, "Hey, we're all vaccinated." Right. But you have to know all that to understand what they're conveying. But then there might be, and, I, and, I, and by the way, I, 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 I'm on this person's side if they want to do this, what I'm about to say. There might be the one wait staff that goes, you know what? I'm still going to wear a mask because right. maybe I don't trust that guy at that table. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're like, well, then is everybody vaccinated? So, we, we, you know, we're in a weird spot and I understand yeah, it's that. It's very weird. I would, in that situation, I would wear a mask because I feel like- I would too. It, 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 you're in, like I was saying to these guys, you're in the hospitality business. You're supposed to be making people comfortable. And I think- now, depending on where you are, that means different things. But I think where we live, I think wearing a mask makes people more comfortable than not wearing a mask. I know it makes my son uh, much more right. comfortable. Yeah, and it would have made me more comfortable if they had been wearing masks. Now, was it, did you have a nice meal though? Did it, we did at least. Uh, yes. Did they deliver on that? Did yeah. That you... But it was the it was literally the first time we had sat down for a restaurant meal with our kids. Oh. In sixteen months, so it maybe it would have been. I think that's maybe why it was. It was, I was feeling that more because otherwise. Um, you know, if we had done it a few times and then it was like we walk into this place and there's no, but like maybe I was already feeling a little bit. And it, again, it's mostly because one of us is not vaccinated because he can't be yet. And so yeah. we're close though on that. Right. I think, uh, I hope so. Maybe by the, uh, maybe September, I think. They're yeah. Saying. I think that's what they're saying too. Yeah. You would, you would hope that they would get it or if it's okay, by the way, I'm not saying they should just say, yeah, but by the time school starts, you would hope that right. they, I just don't want, yeah, I don't want them to rush it, certainly. Right. But I do, it would be great if, I mean, it won't be by the time they're in school because they start school in like the second week of August, which is stupid. Uh, by the way, the vaccination thing brings up the thing I had, I, I, I'm finally for you folks in the platinum level, the high levels that you can get a personal phone call for a Zoom call for me. I'm st- I, luckily, I'm starting to chip away at that. Uh, so be on the lookout for emails from the Never Not Funny account over the next few months as I uh, accomplish all of that. Uh, but one of them was a gentleman named Ivan from uh, England who uh, is uh, a gentleman who gives you the jab over there. Oh, that's cool. And so he had a lot of information about vaccines that, mm-hmm. uh, that I, and he did it in that British accent. So <laughs> he could have talked about them for hours. <laughs> uh, I got a little ASMR from him speaking about wow, it. Nice. Uh, and then he said this, he goes, you know, come, and I, pardon my horrible, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the folks will get floppy. <laughs> and what you, what? like fainting fainting wow they call it floppy that's great they call it floppy that is what it is that's love a it perfect description of it you know they get a little floppy uh and anybody talked about the jab and how uh uh you know some misconceptions about it and so on and so forth and, and he went into detail which of course i don't remember a single thing of <laughs> um but uh i found it interesting and just uh you know how uh you know the, the, the spreading of misinformation and so on and so forth and uh but his bottom line was everybody get the Everybody get a jab. Yeah. Everybody get a jab when you when you can. So uh, it's it's pretty unanimous amongst people who went to school for this the kind of thing. So I don't know uh, that uh, you see that NFL guy. His quote: "I'd rather die living." I did see that guy. And it's like that makes no sense. It makes no dude. You're, dying is the opposite of living. You have just contradicted yourself. <laughs> yeah. It, literally. Uh, is he good? Is that is he a good football player? Is I, that why we have to? I didn't know. See this I don't know anything about guys. Quote. I think. I mean. He might be 
like a star player, but I think he's just being very vocal about it. And the NFL is requiring, is that the idea? I believe they are, right? So I think that's why it's a, a story is because he's like, I, I'm not going to. And that is an interesting situation just from a, like a legal perspective. You can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't. But at the I, same time, it's your business. Yeah. But you can't. I don't know. I actually don't know if you can or can't. Hmm. I don't know if it's been tested, honestly, yet. Um, well, maybe this maybe this NFL guy is going to test it. Yeah, maybe the uh, and when I say I believe it, that's the case. I, I again, I read half a headline. Same here. And then yeah, uh, when, I, I well, care. I know all about this football situation. Yeah. I probably should uh, weigh in on this. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I do. Now, listen, completely off topic. I'm going to shift gears before mm-hmm. our guest gets here. Uh, so uh, I'm going to I'm going to show you. So if, when my son graduated, um, I took a um, I went out and um, I, I realized that you know. He doesn't, he's not going to have, and again, it's eighth grade. It's just a, you know, it's just a, it happens. Um, you know, it's not high school. It's not college. And it's, you know, but at the same time, you want to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And because of pandemic, it's, they're not able to have, you know, any sort of celebration. So mm-hmm. I went uh, out to get some stuff to put on the house. Congratulations, graduate, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, by the time I got there, bare bones. There was bare bones at, the, at, at, at every party shop I went. Target had zero. Mm-hmm. The party stores had very limited supply so they had a streamer that said congratulations grad 2021 so i put that up in front of the house and then they had these little lawn signs um of um and i'll show them to you and and uh, there's a reason all this is happening matt so i these are these lawn signs that say <laughs> you just said that as if i was staring at you like you had uh, taken a shit on the table uh um, which i was not doing i don't think <laughs> i maybe, I'm patiently maybe, maybe i thought the listener was doing that <laughs> So uh, these are little uh, little uh, mortarboards, little gra- grad yeah. hats uh-huh. that uh, say congrats, grad on them. And they had a variety of colors. And because they did not have uh, red or I forget what color they did not have. Or maybe they didn't have enough red because that's the school colors, okay. uh, red and blue. They, they had no blue. And so I, well, I just, you know, I'll buy a variety of colors and put those on the lawn when he wakes up and we, when we go to his graduation, he'll see them and he'll see that his dad gave a shit mm-hmm. a little bit. So uh, do me a favor, uh, slide through those mm-hmm. and uh, tell me what you see there on, the, on that photo. I might need my glasses for this. All uh, right. I just want you to. I mean, uh, it looks like it says congrats, grad, and it's a little yellow hat. A little yellow a little hat. Mortarboard. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, give the specifics on the, uh, what they say and the color, if you would. Yep. This one says congrats, grad, and it's yellow. Okay. Blue writing. Uh, okay, and now this is just a, seems like a farther away picture of the exact same thing. Okay, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, and now there's a red and oh, now this is sort of the school colors, right? It's red with the with the blue. It's writing. actually red, red and black. Oh, it looks blue it, in here. So that, that it does look blue, doesn't it? That, that's I mean that's that's a bullseye as far as I'm concerned. It's, uh, it's red. I'll agree with that. I think that may have been the only red one. They oh, had. and then in the in the background, I see a white one. It says congrats, grad. They all say congrats. No, grad. it shouldn't be white. It should not be. Uh, it it should be. Uh, if you, you swipe, you might. Wait, wait. This one. Up uh, there. Oh yeah, that's just bad. That's just a bad light. That's purple. Oh wow. Okay. That's so purple. Maybe I'll see that one in the next. Is this going the way you wanted it to? Yeah. No, uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, there's the purple one. Okay. It says congrats, right. grad. I'm zooming in. All right. So I bought four of them. Yep. I bought a. Uh, and, 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 so tell me the, two, the again. You've got a red there. I got the yellow. I got the red. I've got the purple. Uh, I don't see the fourth one. Uh, there's two uh, yellows there. Okay, got so it. So you, what you have, you have a red, you have a purple, you have a yellow and a yellow. Yep. Okay, now you see how they look little grad hats? Mm-hmm. Uh, now these were up on uh, those uh, those little spikes, whatever you call them when you buy something. Yeah. And uh, so they were hanging. Uh, so there was a little top part of those that you would peel off. 
so that uh, that had the price tag and the uh, and the hole. Mm -hmm. So you would take that off. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to show you the four tops of those uh, and and uh, tell me how those match up, Matt. <laughs> tell me, hold them up to the camera if you would. Okay. Tell me, tell me how those match up to the. Um, to the uh, four uh, signs that I just showed you. Well, we got the, we got the yellow one. There's the yellow, yeah, yeah, um, and that's. Uh, I don't know if it is important that it seems to be cut. In it, half. it broke. It's oh, not okay. important to the thing. It, it broke as I was peeling it off. Then we got the um, the red. Got the red one. Yeah, so I, I saw the red one, mm -hmm. and then I saw the purple one. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then this one seems to be orange. That's right. Yeah, which means, <laughs> for what we could figure out at the house. Somebody stole the orange one and replaced it with a yellow one. Huh. But why? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they, they wanted orange and there were no orange for their graduates and their school colors were orange. But why would, but there was an orange because they took it. They took mine. Oh, you mean off your yard? Off my, what I'm saying is. Oh, oh, oh I, I thought. bought an orange. What I'm saying is I bought an orange one. Oh, I put oh. four of I did these flags in my yard. I put gotcha. a red, I put a purple, I put a yellow, and I put an orange, multicolored and, on my lawn. And those were still on. I didn't understand the part that those were still on there when you put them on the yard. No, no, these are these parts are not. Okay, you, t you that is the proof of what you bought. This is proof of what oh, I bought. I see what you're saying. This, oh, oh, gee, okay. This is proof of what wow. I bought. So I bought four different colors. Yeah. Uh -huh. So the other day, Oliver and I are getting in the car, and I went, "Hey, what color are those?" And Oliver goes, "How are they both in yellow now?" And then we're like, well, maybe the sun drenched it. And he's like, the exact same color and perfectly is the other. And if you look at it, it's not sun drenched. It is huh. exactly yellow. So then I look at my ring. The ring, of course, uh, doesn't quite doesn't reach. quite reach there. <laughs> but somebody swapped and and not not just stole. Was but they kind replaced enough, it? Kind enough to replace it. Yeah. Yes. They did the Indiana Jones sandbag trick yeah, they, with yeah. your grad hat. But is it? But and, I give you the whip. You give me the idol. And by the way, these were three dollars. They were not a lot of you know. You yeah. can see that. I mean, they're flimsy. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, crazy. <laughs> and it was like are we. And then if you remember correctly, we talked about this on the air years ago. There was that bicycle that showed up in my backyard. Yeah. And then I was like, why is there a bicycle all of a sudden in my backyard? And then a year later, the bicycle disappeared. <laughs> huh. So what's going on? I. I mean, for me, and I, maybe longtime listeners will back me up on this. I suspect this is uh, retribution from the uh, Screaming Sucker Malibus. Oh, you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they finally that got guy you. found me. Yeah. His kid, his kid. Yeah. Listen, he remembered his whole life. His dad telling him the story about that. <laughs> his kid listened to the podcast and went, "You know what? I can find Pardo in that area." Yeah, boy, oh boy! Isn't that it's it's craziness? Because and then Oliver's like, I was like, oh Oliver, I have the tags because I put everything in my yeah. car so that he right. he wouldn't see them yeah. before he went outside, and he's like, Dad, thank God you have that because you we we would have thought we're going nuts. Uh, I don't know what the bigger headline is though. Somebody swapping that hat out or uh, how long it took me to understand what you were trying <laughs> well, to tell me. I, I, it, 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 well, these two didn't understand it either, so no. it's possible that I did not. Yeah, uh, I, I guess it was mispackaged. In my head, it all made sense. I had an easier time following Tenet than what you were just laying down here. <laughs> that was really, really rough. Well, listen, these are uh, Latreros. These are Paro Jardines. Uh, for some reason, multi. Uh, <laughs> right. Multi. Uh, lingual. Lingual, yeah. A lot of languages on here. Uh, pancreas of another. <laughs> <laughs> did you drive around and try to see if you could see I did it? do a little sweep. Did a little sweep in the neighborhood. <laughs> and I didn't. You have to, though. Yeah, I didn't see anything. Didn't even see ones with the, the other colors. Like weird. It is weird. I wonder what I wonder what local graduation 
is has orange is as the orange. color. Hmm. Yeah. But that won't help me. No, but because it, because I live in an area where now, everybody goes to like a they they got a, you know envia magnet or a lottery or a charter. Sure, sure. And, uh, oh, interesting. So yeah. there's not a lot of other than the school, my local school. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's and which very few people in my neighborhood go to. It's uh, everybody goes elsewhere. So there's yeah. there's colors all over. Like sure, colors. Yeah, there's uh, you know. That was the mystery at our house uh, the, over the <laughs> last few days. That's infuriating because you'll never know. Never know. You never know. And the ring yeah. didn't help you. Never know. And the ring just. And you have how many? You have cameras all over your house. You have the chimney cam for some reason. I've got that, that chimney cam. Keeps going off. Uh, that is because that one, that camera is near my son's window. Mm-hmm. And it's also uh, where that bike appeared and disappeared. <laughs> right. And it was like, you know, it seems like maybe this is a spot to keep an eye on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's a, for the backyard, then the side, and then the front. But the front one, which this one would cover, uh, it was like, well, I don't need to have directly in front of my house. I just right. need to people coming in uh, the, the, the walkway and the door. Well, now you do. Now you need to get one more. Yeah, I mean, it's... But now I can finally throw these things away. But mm-hmm. it's uh, good thing you saved them. <laughs> well, it, it is because it is a good thing I saved them. Otherwise, I would it would be like I was gaslighting myself. Like that's true. You never would have. I swear, I bought no. four different colors. Yeah. I don't know, Dad. It's clear you didn't. Yeah, wow. but Oliver Oliver knew it too. He's like, why are those? Yeah, but but you would have both been doubting yourself. Yep. to the point that you were like, well, I must have just, just be misremembering. Just to, but I, it's like Bernstein Bears. Bear. I was gonna I was gonna say there's 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 another there's another possible explanation which glitch in the matrix yeah yeah that's not one of them no no i'm not no. gonna i'm not gonna put that on the table as one of the options no mainly because i don't understand it <laughs> i never saw the matrix well it, it's basically it, we're all in a simulation and sometimes the simulation glitches like a, like a video game so you, oh like that peppermint patty thing or whatever it was called that the sarah silverman was the driver wreck it ralph for the penelope petunia <laughs> What I think what was probably her, yes. What was I'm her not character's sure what you're name? Talking about. Vanellope von Schweetz. Yeah, remember that she she was always win or something, and yeah. then right. Oh, oh, yes. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying there was one like there was like a Berenstain Bears thing with that movie, and I was no. Like, I'm going along that? with this glitch. Yes, bullshit. yes. Yeah. She yes. She there was a glitch in that game. Yeah, um, but it actually turned out she wasn't a glitch. It was the King Candy head. Basically, well, like stole, like he, yeah. he like took over the game because he was in an other racing game that we both looked at Garen as if he was going to give us information, I, I, and, then, <laughs> and then he refused like, to. I feel like master of Wreck-It Ralph. I feel like this is your turf, man. If you don't know what's got, what's up with Wreck-It Ralph, who, who will? I, maybe nobody. I, what you were just saying was like, sure, that sounds right. Yeah, we but we both did it. We both looked at him and go, you know, we brought, we got to go to the source. Yeah, office. I mean, if anyone would know, it's Garen, known Wreck-It Ralph right. aficionado. Yeah, and we both. We both then turned back to each other disappointed that, <laughs> yes. that the cocks are going to give us anything. He's got to be good for something. If, if not this, what? If not, if not, he, is, he loves what? video games. He loves movies. He loves Sarah Silverman. <laughs> he loves Jack McBrayer. Why won't he know this? <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. Yeah, King Candy was in an older race car video game, I think. Right. And it was like out of, it was like a pole position style game. And then this new one came along and he like infiltrated it and took it over and like rewrote the code. But I think, I think like Vanellope, Sarah's character was like the, like she was the, the champ, the main character of the game and somehow maintained the ability to, to like keep doing good winning, I guess. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to need to rewatch that. 
Because um, Garrett's not going to fucking tell no, me what happened. No, you're going to have to do do your own research on this. I enjoyed both those movies, by the way. Me right? too. That's two different movies. Yeah, a lot of people were down on the second one, but I liked the, I liked both of them. I, like I don't know if I could ever watch. You didn't like them. I didn't like the second one. I don't know if I could ever watch them again. Uh, I mean, the this, this first one's obviously better. The second one is very much what people criticize it for, which is like it's just kind of an excuse to have like tons of product placement. Oh, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't remember that being a problem. I got a list of other issues with it. Okay. That, uh, Garen, were you telling my issues? <laughs> um, hey, we got mail. Aha. The mail is here. The mail is here. The mail is here. 69. Crossword, my brother. <laughs> the mail is here. Garen hmm, really sucks. <laughs> Literally today. <laughs> Um, all right. This comes to us. It, it says here from uh, trophypartner.com <laughs> shipping department. Okay. Never not funny. Uh, parenthetically on air. So this is yeah. something to open up on the air. I'm guessing, I'm guessing just based on the, t- who's from you think, a trophy. You think it's going to be a trophy? <laughs> I like the idea that someone ordered a trophy for us from, and had it shipped directly to us from the trophy place. Um, boy, it seems, uh, it makes me wonder if there's going to be any, like a letter or any. It's got some, note. it looks like, no, we're going to have to guess our, who this is from, I guess. Uh, this is a. Uh, it looks appears to be an. Uh, ah, this is. A, I'm going to guess from Daryl Asher. This is from Daryl Asher. Okay. This is uh, winner Elliot Hochberg, June 2021. Famous last words. Wow. This is for the isolation files. Huh. That's crazy. You won the game, and now you have a prize of some sort. Yeah. I got to figure out a place to put it. Well, I think you could find some room. Uh, yeah, or put swap it, something else out. Yeah, swap something out and put your uh, put your trophy here. Here, I, I would throw it to you, but I think it would hurt you. I think that's bad. Yeah, I don't think throwing's a good idea. Uh, so that's a very nice of uh, Daryl Asher to do. In fact, all you isolation files people should be sending us trophies. <laughs> I don't think we want no, that. No, not at all. Not at all. That was very nice, though. That is nice. Now, I remember, I forgot. I think it's in the other room, but I someone sent me a trophy at Whoops. some point. Uh, not for one specific win, but it was just for general excellence in isolation <laughs> files. Oh. Uh, and and, uh, and I, ha- I had it back there, but then when we painted, I, I put it away and I forgot to put it, it back. It looked nice and clean back there. I know you like the clean look. I do so like the clean I look. I want to clutter it all up. Um, by the way, my father uh, yesterday uh, uh, had to, uh, I don't know if you saw the news, there was a tornado in Woodridge, Illinois that uh, destroyed many homes oh and God. businesses. And my dad had to go into his basement. Jesus. Um, and um, it, it, they're saying it's the worst tornado since maybe uh, there was one in uh, Oak, Oak Forest where I lived, Oak Hometown where I lived. I live in both. Uh, it's what I do. I'm a storm chaser. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you're, uh, you're uh, I'm chased, a storm follower. You're a storm chasee. Yeah. <laughs> you're being uh, chased by the storm. Um, they always happened prior to my arrival. Although the one in Oak Forest happened while, in, while I was in school and we had to stay at the school. Jesus. That's um, crazy. But my dad, I think it was last night, like around 11 o'clock at night or something, the sirens went off and my dad had to go into the basement. And when I called my dad today to see, because when I, when I saw the news this morning on, on Twitter. Yeah. And the the images of all the the destruction, mm-hmm. and of course people have video of the tornado, and it was humongous. Yeah, and it went down. It basically like followed Seventy Fifth Street from what, west to east. What was it on the Fujita scale, Jimmy? Um, I don't know the answer to that, but somebody on Twitter did. Was it F five finger? Maybe of a three. Maybe a three. Okay, but they did say life threatening. Uh, but I don't. I don't think nobody. Uh, as of this time, no, I, uh, nobody died. There were injuries and lots of destruction. Yeah, lots of trees down. Twenty-two thousand without power or something. But it looked horrible. And then so I looked at the map and I went, Geez, that's my dad lives there." Yeah. 
So then I looked at the map. He was 5.4 miles away from the destruction. So I, 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 by the time I realized this, it was late last night, early, mm-hmm. early morning after midnight. And so I was like, all right, I'll call my dad in the morning and see how he's doing. Yeah. And uh, I said, hey, dad, you know, you all right? I saw the news. And I saw the photos. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, we had to go down to the, the sirens went off. We had to go into the basement, but everything's fine. Uh, I said, well, it, it's really close to you. He goes, oh, yeah, it was scary. It was loud. It was scary. Uh, but the guys that golfed this morning, uh, two of them uh, have a little bit of flooding. One guy, I went, I, you went golfing this morning? Because <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I, I go, why, why is that a problem? I said, I guess I figured there'd be some flooding or... Or debris. Or debris. Or it's like, oh yeah, one of the guys, he has no power. Uh, he had to use a generator, but he's got no power, but uh, uh, luckily no destruction. And uh, the rest of us, uh, we're okay. But like, I can't believe the golf course was even open. I, dude, uh, the fact that my dad acted as if, yeah, we went golfing on Monday, uh, you know, as scheduled. Yeah. W- what? And one guy has no power and still showed up. <laughs> well, you can't keep this guy off the links. Yeah I, I, well, yeah, I guess there's no reason to be at home, right? There's right. no power. Yeah, you can't do anything. I mean, they're four retired dudes, but yeah. at the same time, it was like, That's crazy. it just seemed weird. Like, r- 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 the, day, the day after a tornado comes through, you still went out. Like, did they even call each other to say, like, so are we still going? Or did they all just show up as if this is what we do? I, You know, well, that's a great question. You know, my dad, we changed topics yeah. because it, literally there was no, what Once he said we're fine. And then, you know, yes, it was horrible and scary. And then, yeah. Well, and then talk about all oh, those poor people. Mm-hmm. Then there was nothing else to talk about. Like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. then it was we changed the topic. Right. Um, but I, I literally thought I was going to be on the phone with my dad for a while talking about, you know, yeah, then we did this, then this, and then yeah. the insurance guy is going to be coming. And But that's what's weird about tornadoes. It's like you see that all the time on the news. It's like there could be like total destruction and then like five feet away, perfectly fine, perfectly nothing, nothing's yeah. wrong. And you see these things like, you know, uh, it, it's crazy when it like pulls off the aluminum siding and you see the yeah. side of the house. It's still intact, but it's just right. the side of the house without aluminum siding. Right. Or the house next to it, it doesn't have everything's fine, but there's no roof. <laughs> yeah. Like it's uh, it's 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 just crazy. I had a friend who was at the drive-in movies and the oh boy, yeah, really? What scary. were they watching? Do you remember? It was The Shining. <sighs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. that had to be scary. Yeah. You know, I saw Twister at the drive-in. So that was meta for That's very meta 30 seconds. To see that scene, yeah. Watch uh, that scene at a drive-in. You're, you're, you're seeing two movies at the drive-in at the same time. Uh, and then I then I sang Stranded at the drive-in by, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's called Sandy, I think, from Greece. Yeah. Stranded at the drive-in. That's the first line, yeah. Feeling like a fool. What will they say Monday at school? There we go. Uh, all right, Garen, Garen, you're my assistant. We're glad to have you back. He's been here before. This is a, this is a friend of the show, Todd Levin. Uh, but still walking through it. Two Todds in a row, guys. Has oh, that ever boy. happened? I don't know if it has. I bet you I bet you. if you look back, it has. <laughs> I mean, we do have two regular guests who are named Todd. Yeah. Are they the only two Todds that we have on, though? We, we don't have a third Todd. I don't think there's a the third mix. Todd, no. Right? Although we do have uh, Todd. Why can't I pull his name for a second? Todd, what's the asshole on MSNBC? Todd, I don't know. We're talking about Todds. Who are the Todds in your life? What's other the Todd? Than what's it? Chuck Todd. Thank you. That's uh, his last name. Yeah, I can't stand that guy. You know, nobody cares for Chuck Todd. Nobody likes Chuck Todd. He both sides everything mm. to an annoying to an annoying uh, level. Okay. Uh, Todd Levin is here. Speaking of annoying levels, he's bringing it in. <laughs> Come on. Are my levels annoying? Oh, they are now <laughs> with that voice. Yeah. Uh, Todd Levin. Now here's the thing. Todd Levin uh, pulled a Garen Cockrell on me. And by that, here's what happens. What's Todd Levin is moving from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He's moving on a day 
He's going to New York. Uh, he and his family, they're moving back to the, to the East Coast to be near family, uh, job opportunities, so on and so forth. So I say, well, I must say goodbye to you. And, and very kind, we're having an interaction. And I say, uh, I, 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 let me get over there, man. I don't know when the next time is I'm going to see you. So I drive to the Silver Lake area on a Friday. Traffic, horrible, <laughs> awful. Takes, you know, you know this town. It's, it's, it's nine miles, but it takes an hour and 10 minutes to get there. It took an hour and a half to get home. Mm-hmm. And I arrive and he goes, I'm going to be back in three weeks. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck did I drive all the way here and hug and have tears in my eyes for then if you're going to be back? Because that's the real. I'm sorry. First of all, I'm sorry you were inconvenienced. <laughs> <a> goodbye. <laughs> as I, as I, I made time while I was losing my mind getting I, out of L.A. I know losing you were. My I know you were. Yeah. You were and you were moving and you were in the oh, process. It was the worst. It's, it's awful, right? That move was that almost broke me. It almost broke Walk me. us through why that's the case. <laughs> I mean, there were so many things. I mean, there were little, like, pedantic little things. Like, we chose the wrong storage company and found out that their storage facility was only open until 3 p.m., which is why. That's not convenient for anybody. It should be open 24 hours. 100%. With a a little, like, keypad, you get in whatever the fuck you want. Yes, sir. So they're only open until 3 p.m. So our movers had to move our stuff across two days because they couldn't do it all in a day because it had to get out of there by 3 o'clock. Right. So, and then... We didn't have an, they, they underestimated the number of storage containers. So I had to keep, you know, ordering more. And I, I like, while they were there unloading, I was in, it was in uh, Vernon, California, which is like a big industrial area. And I just remember like just sweating, sitting in the parking lot. I had to wait till they unloaded everything so I could, you know, sign the papers and, and tip them and stuff. And I was just sitting in my car in this parking lot eating a, like a McDonald's chicken sandwich because there's, n- there's nothing else to eat out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they, the life expectancy is like 34. It's <laughs> like, just eat your McDonald's and you might as well. And Vernon uh, is that weird part of down of Los Angeles where it's basically Los Angeles. Yeah. But it, it has its own city name. Isn't it like yeah. unincorporated or there's some, yeah, weird, like we talked about this recently because we were looking up, uh, I don't know if you heard the big news that Dodger Stadium no longer serves Farmer John's hot dogs. Whoa. They switched to a different brand and we found out the new brand is uh, headquartered in Vernon, yeah. which we thought was scandalous until we found out Farmer John's is also headquartered <laughs> in Vernon. Yeah. So it's really not that big a deal, apparently. But I don't think anyone lives there, or, or it's just it's where, all business. Yeah, it's just all business. Industrial and train tracks. Train tracks. Yeah. Exactly. It's train tracks and businesses. Yeah. And then so those businesses are serviced by like the worst possible like restaurants and right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that so that was awful. And then you know we still had. The, the, it took them so much time to move all our stuff. We, it was a whole house of stuff and then a garage and everything that we still had a ton left over. And we had one day to figure out how to get rid of everything. Oh, shit. Oh, and here man. comes Pardo to waste time. No. <laughs> it was like, we, uh, do you remember uh, we, when you got there, a friend of ours was there to say goodbye? Chris. Oh, there are two friends. Yeah. Chris was there and another friend of ours was there to say goodbye. And she, you know, we had told her, you know, we, we have very little time, but, you know, we'd love to see you. We want to see everybody. And she came to say goodbye. And then she proceeds to start talking about how her marriage oh, no. is having problems. And oh, then she's like, no. hey, Todd, could you come? Like, I, I could really use a man's opinion about this stuff, too. And I was like, oh, really? We're all going to talk about this? <laughs> like, like my eyes are like, <laughs> it was like the whole last three days was like the third act of Goodfellas where Ray Liotta is like driving around with a cocaine and the helicopters. Are above him. I'm just like, I was just like on edge the whole time. I was like, yeah, I'll tell me about your marriage. And then, and then Chris arrived, then you arrived. It was crazy. And then, oh, the, <laughs> so we had all this stuff there and I had to take another trip by myself to, to that storage facility on Friday. 
and it was always hard to coordinate with him. Every time I was on hold for like 45 minutes and I had this, all this stuff and I had this tiny little window of time to do it. So I'm racing out there and I get halfway there and I realize that I left all the keys to my storage units back at the place oh, no and I was like, what do we do what do we do and they were going to close like i had a 10 minute window to put my stuff in this right place. they're going to close and i finally got like one of their forklift drivers on the phone and I, and I just said if i give you 50 bucks will you just cut the lock off oh really yeah and he's like yeah i'll do that oh good. Yeah, and he did so he saved my life he was it was wonderful it's like any little kindness i got like i will remember for the rest of my life right. because <laughs> those days were were so difficult you will yeah. also remember that woman who slowed your day down. <laughs> I will never forget. With, yeah. <laughs> she was my 9-11. That's 9-11, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I will say, just, just to be clear, though, I, I, would, I did say I, I've moved across town, and it's a nightmare. Yeah. You're moving across country. If it doesn't work out where we can't see each other, I understand. I completely understand. Uh, <laughs> and you said, no, please still come over. Yeah. And uh, I was there a short period of time. Arlo uh, had no interest in me being there. Zero. I mean, zero. Yeah. He was shooting rubber bands at me to get me out of there. <laughs> On his father's orders, I assume. <laughs> I assume the same. Yeah. Uh, in fairness, he was also shooting them at his father. He was shooting them at me. Yeah. Who he calls Todd. Do you know the, did, he, did oh, he do that in front of you? No, he did Boy. not. Both of my kids call me Todd. Uh, I don't know why. Zola started doing it a few years ago. No explanation. And now Arlo does it. And they call Lisa Mama. And they call me Todd like I'm their stepdad. And it's, <laughs> I don't I don't mind it at home because it's like kind of funny. But when we're out in public and like, uh, Todd, can you help me out here? No. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like I'm just like, yeah, you're yeah. Oh. like, I'm le the less than parent. Y yes. Yeah. Uh, you, I, they're, they're young enough. I think you got to have a talk with them. It's, it's too familiar, right? It's I too, don't like it at that age. I, I, I think it's either. weird even I'm when sure they, uh, high school, uh, I, you know, Todd, I've told the story before, but I'll share it with you because it's relevant. Uh, my mom died three years ago, so maybe five years ago. Uh, we were having a birthday party for Oliver, and my dad was in from Chicago. My parents have been divorced since 1974. Wow. So, and they, they didn't get along, but mm -hmm. they would get along at these functions. Even 35 years later, it would be like- You're uh, saying like decades after the divorce, they still, it was still yes, icy. But they okay. would they, but they would be cordial when need be. So we're there, and it was the most cordial I've ever seen them. And <laughs> and and so I was like, uh, okay, who wants something? Yeah, Dad, you want something to drink? Elaine, you want something? And my dad goes, uh, he calls you Elaine, and he, and my mom goes, yeah. And and again, I'm at this point fifty years old, and my my mom goes, yeah. And my dad goes, do you like that? And my mom goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> And it was like she'd never told you. No, and I've been doing it for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And kind of for humor too. Like I would still say, "Hey, mom, it's Jim." Like when I called her up. Mm. But in settings like that, I would say Elaine, and I never knew she didn't care for it. Right. Uh, so I guess what I'm saying is to avoid that when you're older. <laughs> Tell the children now. They're, they're, but they're not doing it. At, there's no sense of irony or like humor. they're not doing a bit. No, no they're literally <laughs> they're just calling you. Todd. No. <laughs> they just. And, and do you talk to Lisa about it? Like, does Lisa have any thinking on why it started? No, she doesn't either. She, I mean, but she thinks it's cuter than I think it is. You know, I was like, well, because you're getting the mama. Yeah. You know, it's like you're in, you're in a power position. You, you, you know. <laughs> Here's the thing, Todd, and, and again, and, and Matt's going through this as well. I would imagine at some point, daddy changes the dad. Yep. Which then will be hopefully the rest of our room. Or maybe he starts calling me Jim and I mm. have to take him out back and punch him in the face. <laughs> uh, but uh, which may be uh, overreacting. But. Yeah. I mean, the, the punch in the face is so extreme. It's, I'm wondering why you even bothered to go out back. It seemed like <laughs> just gonna just just anywhere. Yeah. yeah you're so I like, the, I, I like the wind to be in his face. <laughs> okay. I like to be a nice, cool breeze to hit him sure, uh, sure, sure. as he's healing. You want a full uh, sensory experience. Yeah, I, yeah. I want him to uh, to uh, 4D it or whatever that is a, a, a yeah. regal movie. 
theaters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, it, Daddy, when Daddy goes away and it's Dad, is awful. That's interesting. And so yeah. I missed, I missed that. It would be weird if my son was 13 and calling me daddy, but it still was a sad transition. Huh. So I, keep dad, as, well, get get him back to dad. All right. Oh, <laughs> do you, I mean, do, I don't you, think if, I have any power. If you care, if you, it, if you don't care. It sounds care. like he cares. I, yes. It, it, I would say that I feel mildly annoyed by it. And, mm-hmm. and more like, I think I feel more just confused by why they've, <laughs> Why did it happen? Why did why did they separate me from their mom in that way? And it and it, and it makes you think like, am I not there enough? For, am I cats in the cradling them? Yes. In some way, like, am I somehow not present enough? And that's why I'm just dad. Is it possible they just don't know your wife's name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Go that way. It's more of a positive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're a stranger to She's them. She's the bad guy. <laughs> she just I gave you this weird name that they had to make up. I, I guess they'll just call you mommy. mommy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like your take you. on this, Elliot. Yeah, that's good, Elliot. That helps. That you helps. know what? Rub that in her face when you see her I on. will. Let me uh, call her Oh, is now. that right? Mama? <laughs> Whatever Todd's the fuck here. that means. Todd's here, children. Yes. <laughs> Love it. You're safe with Todd. <laughs> if you ever get lost, tell him to look for Todd. <laughs> But do you think do you think your son is just imitating uh, Zola, Zola for sure? Yeah. So, so when Zola, started, it's when not his fault. No, no, no. When she started doing it, it was funny and it was kind of cute. But I definitely thought, oh man, Arlo is going to start doing. It. I, it's mm. only a matter of time before he like slips into this too, yeah. because he was still calling me Dada, mm-hmm. um, which I love. He still and they still do sometimes, and they call me Tada, which is like a oh, combination of the two. And yeah. magic. That's yeah, I kind of like that. That's kind of great. That's, yeah, Tada is I. That's cool. I like that better than. Todd or it is really dad. I'm telling you like we because we just flew back here yesterday and I flew with the kids by myself and you know at the airport hearing my kids you know call me Todd like in the seat like Todd can you help me with my headphones <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I work for them yeah it's, li- it's literally like you're yeah. the nanny yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just there to serve yeah uh, uh, did you have a nice flight in uh, from the New York area to Los Angeles it's fine you know it's 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 easy I think flying with one kid is easy, especially Zola. Zola is incredibly low maintenance. She's just a cool kid and she'll just watch her movie or she'll read a book or whatever. Arlo is a little bit more insane and you have to kind of, you have to occupy him a lot. So it's not like I could, with two of them, it's not like I could sleep or I could, right. you know. But you do have your own out. row, right? Which is nice. We all had a row together, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, we were contained in that way. Uh, um, had Lisa been there, she would have been with them, and you would have had uh, Todd be across the aisle. No. So it would be even worse. <laughs> hey, Todd. Yeah, yeah. Hand us shit from your backpack, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's Todd, you. You, got the, yeah. you got the snacks? Yeah, exactly. Let me talk to Todd. To get no, <laughs> we do the two and two. Oh, you do? We do. So you make a stranger. Oh, uh, I, lo- I be, love to do it. Unless you sit up front, then you go two and two, right? We're never sitting up front. You're not, not, with, not with my whole family. You can't have kids. You can't have kids in first age. class. I wouldn't do that to anybody in first class. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I did that. Did a lot when uh, Oliver was young. Did you really? Yeah, I, I feel like that's a that that seems like a, a burden. It, uh, you know what? It, it you know I it would I would do it because I got miles. Yes, yes. And then so I would I I, I wasn't paying seventeen hundred dollars to have my son well, sit in a comfier chair. But do you also think the people that fly first class are are going to be? They're going to have shorter fuses. I think that. immediately then. they're going to. Now, luckily, Oliver is a very calm human being, and mm-hmm. and, and always, you know what? I think uh, I think initially they go in as I oh motherfucker yeah, and then go oh this kid's great right you know, right, it's right, quiet, right. It's quiet. if he delivers if, if, he, yeah, delivers. if he delivers <laughs> yeah and yeah. He, he did all but once and that's when we were actually we were in coach this time where he was not calming down and a guy and I did not I didn't have a, a apps and stuff on my phone yet this is how long ago that was 
And uh, the guy behind me said, hey, maybe this will help. Hey, I'm a dad, maybe this will help. Mm. And then it was some app that had fish. Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe this will help. There's a little dick sucking to get your kid. Uh, But it helped. That's great. And the the, the guy was right. And I was like, you know, thanks a lot. I give him 50 bucks like you do with the lock guy. Yeah, good. That's the way you do it it in first class. That's how you do it. This way I can coach. This was coach. Oh, back in coach. I was back. Pardon me. Oh, my son knows to keep quiet up in first class. I do, because I also think that being in first class People, it's like when you have more, you're automatically looking for something to be wrong. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're like, why is this not perfect? And yeah. I think you get a lot of, like, that just hap- happens to people in first class. And, yeah, uh, there's and a, a kid is that, is that something wrong in some, for some mm-hmm. people. Uh, 100%. And I also, I, I also get a red flag when it's a family of five and they're all in first class. Yeah. And then it's like, first of all, how loaded are you that you I can know. do that? I know. And then how privileged is that kid? How entitled is that Right, that this is what he knows. That's what he knows. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we think about that a lot with our kids. Yeah, like want, not wanting to, them to have a good life. <laughs> uh, we are flying to Chicago uh, at the end of July to visit my father. First time he'll see Oliver in over two years. Um, and luckily enough, I had Miles, so we are flying in first class. But you know, okay. there's no. It's just a bigger seat. There's no, you don't get meal during this right. yeah, time. There's for that, no for a short flight like that. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, just in general. Oh, what? Did you, are there, was there food on your flight? Is food yeah. back on flights? Not in coach, in first class. I don't know. Hmm. It said in the thing that they're still not, maybe they'll change. They had, I heard them over the PA, which was also awful. Like, there should be a separate PA for first class. <laughs> yes, there should. Because they had a long yeah. PA announcement about, like, you know, choose your uh, your lunch and your dessert and your oh, beverage and what? circle them no, on this. That they, should not be. Yeah. You should oh, have they had a that. whole thing where you could you circled something on an app in advance or something like that. So ah, that so that there's less interaction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I hope that's the case because, uh, you know. Airplane I mean, food's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, the good stuff. All right, listen, Todd Levin is here. We're thrilled that he's here. He's back in from New York, but you're here for the final week of shows at Conan. Yes. And uh, but thrilled that you have time to swing over here and see us. I'm so happy to be here. And we'll talk more with Todd right after this. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, we both turned into James Austin Johnson doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look. We haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your your passion. It's not mine. I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. 
Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sales, what POS stands for, when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back into the program, episode 2819, The Hardcastle. Todd Levin is here taking time out of... Uh, the final week at the Conan O'Brien program, we're thrilled that you were able to sneak some time in. I, I know you're here on business, but it's also a thrill to have a friend of the show take some time to join us here at Never Not Funny. Do you have a tattoo that I've never seen before? I, I've had this tattoo. I got this tattoo. Oh, you've, I've seen yeah, that. You, you seen know what, from one. this angle, it looked like it was a different one with different writing, one. but it's still like the squiggly octopus or whatever it is. It's a squiggly. It's an Ed Emberly octopus. Okay. That's what it is. I don't know what any of that means. Someone listening may know what that means, but he was a... he. He wrote a series of drawing books for kids. I see. Like how to draw, blah, 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 using simple shapes. And how long have you had that? Refresh my memory. That's a good question. I don't know. I, I know I got it when we did a week of shows at, in New York at the Apollo. Whenever the last time we did that was. Maybe it was like, would that be like 2016, 2000? That's po Apollo was post 14. Okay. Yeah. So I left in 15. So okay. 16. 16, yeah. So it would have been 2016. Um, yeah. So uh, five years then. Yeah. You got that right when Trump was elected. You got that right. Wasn't that your way of? Uh, that was my way of celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> it goes the other way. It goes the other way. Uh, now Todd Levin is here. He's uh, of course a uh, uh, friend of the show and a longtime writer over there at the Conan O'Brien program. Yes. And uh, just last week, upon my return, my my uh, opening up the stage door, I walk in to see Martin Short doing a pre-tape, and was uh, hysterical. And then it comes to my attention, you wrote that pre-tape. I wrote that pre-tape. Well, tell everybody, if you have not, first of all, I will say this in advance. If you have not seen what Todd's about to describe, go on YouTube and watch it because it's hysterical. Oliver and I have watched it three times and we've laughed every, uh, equally from first to third time. He's so funny. He's Oliver just, is great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, Marty's okay too. Marty Shorts, I still agree? don't know if I can call him Marty. I, 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 I called no him Marty idea. and it was okay. Okay, I probably could have. I just was like, I don't, it just feels like, 
You know what I mean? Like I always think of like Billy Crystal, how he's so quick to call uh, Robert De Niro Bobby. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's just too quick to do it. Agreed. And I was like, I don't want to be that guy. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it, um, uh, you wrote this thing. Yeah. So and, I, yeah. And, and, uh, what oh, I was right. going to say, we can all agree, Martin Short, top five funniest movies on oh the Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. yes. Like, what what a thrill to do anything for that guy. Because you know, it's just one of those people you, it's guaranteed to elevate the material. Yes. And like, if, you know, you just know he'll do the right thing with it. And if he gets it, if he's locked into it, he's going to be amazing. And he was, and he was great. Yes. And and it was, I had, <laughs> it was a, a pitch that I had completely forgotten about. Because t- toward the end of the show, like, we're all, you know, everybody's pitching ideas for, you know, last couple of weeks, like, possibly for guests to come in and do, like, little, like, show wrap-up ideas and things. And you're, you're just, it's, you just create this volume of them, and they just all go into this, like, into the shitter. <laughs> like, you just sort of forget them, because it just be, it creates this sort of black hole of content, you know. Um, and we, obviously, you can only do, there's, what, two weeks of shows, you can only do, like, eight of these mm-hmm. at the most. So it had been weeks since I'd pitched that. And I pitched it for him specifically because I'd heard he was going to be doing something on the show. And then I kind of forgot about it. And I, to be perfectly honest, I was at the point where I was sort of checked out. I was like, I've got this one thing that I know I'm doing in the last couple shows. And uh, that's good enough for me. We've got a full step. I want everybody, everybody gets a swing. Everybody gets, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then, and I, so I was already in New Jersey and, and Matt, um, Matt called, a uh, head writer Matt called me and said, hey, Martin wants to do that <laughs> that bit. And it was like a Friday night and they're going to tape it on Sunday. And I suddenly I was like, oh, and I, I, just, I was just activated. And, and, and I had to write a song. Like I had to make up a song. You wrote the whole song. I wrote the whole song. Yeah, yeah. The song's wow. great. Thanks. Yeah, Conan said the Conan was like the, it helped because the song felt like a real song. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wanted I, to seem earnest, like yeah. really, really earnest. It was so good that I, at the beginning I was like, "Is the Letterman part real?" Like I actually was like, this, "Did that did that part actually happen?" Because <laughs> they like they pulled it off like technically very well too. Yeah, like yeah. It, it looked so. I was like, "Oh no, no, this is all made up." Like <laughs> yeah. So you wrote the music for it too? I wrote. I I sang it into my my phone i can't sing i don't i don't know anything about music but i like melodies yeah. everybody knows melody so i had written the lyrics and i kind of came up with a melody and i sang it into my phone for jimmy vivino or, or a band leader who's great and he can just he can take my horrible <laughs> sounding voice and turn it into something nice i wish i, I but i have it i should play it because it's so awful i would like to hear your <laughs> I do after hear. you tell this story right, i'll tell the story and then i'll yeah. see if i can find it. I, I should be able to find voice record um, but so, so I'd write the song and then, the, and then they were like, you know, this whole like, you know, flurry of emails, like, uh, what do we want to do about wardrobe? Are we going to do this or that? Cause I, I knew there are going to be all these pre-tapes and, and you're on the East coast and I'm on the East coast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I was like in the middle of a, a card game with, uh, Lisa and her parents who were coming to visit. <laughs> so we were like playing rummy at the time and I, I had to keep like taking breaks to like go into another room. Cause I'd think of like a, a line from the song. I was like, I gotta, I gotta, uh, voice record it. So I don't forget that line. So after this card game. I can write this song. Um, and then, so all these emails are happening and then they were wondering about wardrobe. And then suddenly we got an email from uh, Martin Short's publicist saying he would like to just talk to the writer directly about this stuff. And it's like, that writer directly is Todd Levin. Yeah. It was, I was like, really? So I had, so they gave me his email address and I wrote him this like long email and, uh, and I, you know, <laughs> oh, and I, I don't want to know. Um, so I, I wrote him this long email and it, you know, I, I was really nervous writing this email sure. because I was like, I was nervous to do this thing with him because he's a hero of mine. Like it was like exciting and I didn't want to fuck it up. And I told him that in the email. It's like, I, I apologize if the tone of this is like officious, but I do not want to make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
And then at the end of the email, I said, like, I just want you to know it, I could not be more excited to be working with Celeb TBD. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, but then he, so, and, you know, and I gave him my number and everything. And then uh, a couple days later, um, I'm, I was like taking a nap and I get a phone call and it's Martin Short. And he, and he was just like, hello, Todd Levin, this is Martin Short. It was like, mm -hmm. now we're talking to Martin Short about this bit. Right. And, and, but it was so nice of him to call me because he really, really cared about it and he wanted it to be right. And it was so cool that somebody who's been doing this so long and really could just go, yeah, just give me what you got or, you know. Yeah, put it on cue cards, I'll see you on Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. That he was so meticulous about it and it, that, that, that meant so much to me that he, cause he was invested, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, he came out and did it and he like did it beautifully. And he even like the thing about him that I love so much is that he, even in his like little micro expressions, you, he milks laughs. Yes. <laughs> like a little look away or like a weird, like after he drinks the when milkshake. When he drinks the thing and he does it, the, his Martin Short eyes thing. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just, he just, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Every, he knows how to play it to like the camera and to the audience and to everybody at the same time. He's so good. Yes. So it was, I was really, really happy to have like a, another like high note to go out on, like as the show was wrapping up. And it made me Honestly, even the, like as I was feeling a little bit sad about it ending and kind of maybe like a, a little bit shitty about it too, mm -hmm. in some ways, I that got me over it. And now I'm just like, it just it's just a nice way to say goodbye. Um, yeah. It was great. It was really great. And you have something on this week as well? I have something on this week, yeah. Great. It'll be on the last show, I think. Oh, that's right, the final show. Yeah. Is the final show an hour? Is it just an yeah, hour? It yeah. is, the final mm -hmm. show's an hour. Mm -hmm. Probably a lot of uh, clips. There'll be some clips. All right. There'll be some surprises, some hijinks. Oh, some <laughs> surprises and hijinks. There are going to be some hijinks. <laughs> uh, and I'll be there for it. Excited. Very excited. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. I'm going to play One this. One of the surprises is I walk out and everybody goes, why is this happening? <laughs> <laughs> why, is, why is the warm-up back? We do have this whole, I think we have this whole belief that everybody who's at these shows is the most diehard fan of this this show and has been has watched every episode right and so like we'll bring out a character that we all love hey! and, seen, yeah. and you expect them all to be like it's that guy <laughs> I, not. <laughs> yeah to that point i remember and this is this is after i was gone because the audience shifted mm -hmm. the audience shifted from rabid conan fans to apes uh, oh, sorry uh, to tour, tour, tour. <laughs> hairless apes <laughs> your words not mine you were still there i wasn't there okay uh but they did the bit with max weinberg being in the audience and uh Hey, our drummer's missing. Do we have a drummer? And oh, I play drums. And the audience was like, "Oh, okay." Like they oh, yeah. didn't they, they know found that the drummer it was, in the audience. They didn't yeah. know it was the old the guy that was on the show for fifteen years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's. It's crazy. Uh, it, uh, interesting is my way of ending that sentence. It is interesting. Yeah, when you've done it long enough, like he has, you're, you're it goes through these waves of like what people like. It's like, you know, it goes from like, oh, this was like hugely influential to me. And, you know, you did all this comedy and the sketch comedy. And I remember every little bit to like, oh, uh, when are you going to play another video game? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, I do. When are you going to put on a hat and dance in Korea? Yeah. Uh, that's what I like. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. you just get different, you know. Right. Well, now memories. there must be people who are like, where's Sona? Bring out Sona. We it, love Sona. Kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Which is, like, I agree with that person. On, but yeah, she's like, delightful. But yeah. but it's true. It's like there are people who are like that's like the show to me is Conan and Sona and Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. Uh, but t I will tell you this: having done the five shows that I've been a part of so mm -hmm. far, they are rabid Conan fans. They that that's audience cool. is full of rabid nice. Conan fans who are you know they got the shirts, they're excited to be there, and um, 
Yeah, so I think it's gonna be okay. You were obviously you're there when when they did the thing with Andy Daly, right? Um, I was not there for that part. Oh, okay, because when he it was it was so wonderful because when he came out, he was just he's a, a character in a sketch. Right, basically. he's playing like an executive at HBO Max. But he walked out on that stage in Largo, and the audience went insane. That's great. It was like Mark Hamill walking out at Comic Con. <laughs> it was like wow, that's, that's great. Like, that's like his 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 space. You yeah, know exactly. Yeah, and it was he's really been doing really cool. it since '96 or something, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like a, a sketch player on that show. Um, since like and I will tell you this, uh, and this did not happen in the old days. Uh, but when I come out and I say uh, uh, I'm Jimmy Pardo, I'll be with you for the next couple of minutes. Applause break, and that never happens. So these are rabid Conan fans that get that's what's cool. happening. That's so, cool. Uh, that does not surprise me about Andy Daly coming out yeah, and really uh, nice. them doing it. Um, and then when Paul Rudd came out to, to on tonight's show, nothing. <laughs> no, no, oh, of course it's him. Yeah. Um, sure. Oh, there he that is. That handsome man. There he is. Oh, my God. He's so handsome. <laughs> you find him handsome. Yeah. I think he's getting more handsome as he gets older. I think he's more handsome yeah. now than he was 15 years ago. I'll agree I with agree. that. Mm-hmm. It's infuriating. Yeah. I'll agree with that. <laughs> Like he's got a little bit of like weathering, yeah. you know, just because he's yeah. seventy four years old now. Um, <laughs> he did have a beautiful suit on. He did. A he did have a beautiful suit, suit. Yeah. Not not Jay Leno beautiful. Not like remember how it draped on Jay Leno? I talked about it. You never, did talk ne- about never it. Never seen a suit drape on a human being better than it did on Jay Leno. Boy, what a gorgeous suit Jay Leno had on. I mean, I, I've I've seen him around, and I have to be honest, it's hard to imagine that that's true. It's hard. It was hard. To, that's it was. That's why I bring it up. Yeah. When was I it saw, at flappers, it was at flappers. Crisp, wearing a suit, crisp white. Dress uh, shirt with a beautiful suit. Really? That draped so fucking nicely. That's so shocking to me. I agreed. Every photo I see of him, like in the wild, he looks like a man who just stole a sandwich. Yes. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) He's like like wild hair. Yes. (laughs) Denim half tucked. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's jarring because even in the old days when he was still on TV all the time, he, even when he was dressed down in his full denim thing, it's still, he still looked like the guy from television. Now he looks like an old man, which he kind of is becoming. Yeah. Yeah. But his hair looked great. Like it's like it. Like he, it's somehow whiter yeah. and 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 shinier. Yeah. His hair looked great. Everything about him looked great. Wow! And then came the comedy. All right, now listen. <laughs> Wait, we got to hear this. Yeah, I know it. Oh, you don't have to. Oh, yes, we do. All right, all right. Here we go. This is the song you wrote for Martin Short, Marty. This is the beginning of it. Before I, wrote, I think I wrote a second verse later. Okay. I'll turn up. Hey Jimmy, I hope you can hear me. Uh, this is going to sound terrible, but I'm going to sing what I have so far. I'm probably going to write a little bit more, but this is just sort of two sections of the song that would probably play at two different parts. So here's the beginning. There's only you. No one else can ever do just what you do. If we could only have an hour more or two. You're the best at what you do. Who else can we all turn to? It breaks my heart to say adieu. There's only you. (laughs) That last part, it's not right, but you know what I mean? It's like, you're the best at what you do. Who else can we all turn to? It breaks my heart to say adieu. There's only you. Like something big at the end. And then this other section. There only was, there only is, there's only one name in this biz, and now you're gone, and I am miserably blue. There only was, there only is, there's only you. (laughs) That's what I've got so far. I'll send you the lyrics, too. 
That's it. I first of all, you got a beautiful. <laughs> I think I, we, none of us like hearing our own voice. That's got to be what it is because you sound phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, really, I don't think we, I think it was on key. My daughter plays a game with me where she'll go sing this, Dad. Uh, <laughs> match it. And I never can. Is that right? She's like, wrong, wrong, wrong. Yes. Oh, come on, Todd, she, sing she, it right, she says. Get on it, Todd. <laughs> um, even there, though, you hear, yeah, but that, that's great. That's the song, yeah. That song's that's, great. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's clever. I like that. I will, again, to, to make something on my show about me. Uh, Please. But it's to your point from earlier. When I did, when people say, Hey, what's that thing you did at Conan? I was, oh, that's the Pardo Patrol where I would interview celebrities in their green room, uh, in their dressing room after they had the interview with Conan. Martin Short is the first name I always bring up mm. because it's like I got I always say I got to do improv with Martin Short yeah. because it is he's one of our heroes. Yeah, and absolutely. he is truly so, so funny. It's like I'm so proud of that four minutes that I had with him or however long it was. Yes. And he's one of those guys. I was telling somebody this the other day that you could cite something he did 40 years ago. Or a year ago. Yes. And they'd be equally funny. You could easily find, yeah. it's not like someone like Mel Brooks, who's, you know, like a, a brilliant uh, a comedian and writer, but his best work is well behind him. Yes. You know. Um, but Martin, he was still great when he came out as a guest. He was, he was he's, in, he's a warm and funny, funny person. Bones, and yeah. he's, he's sharp. Yeah. But Martin Short, like like the thing he did on Arrested Development, where he played the relative who like got to be carried around all the time. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was like a few years ago. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's a shame we lost him. What? What happened? He will be missed. Oh God! When this airs, he'll be dead, right? Jesus. Well, apparently, we killed a business last week. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What, did you what, kill? what business did we kill? Bootleg theater. We mentioned the bootleg theater, what? and they just announced that they're closing. Oh no! Really? Oh, really? No. <laughs> Yeah. And then uh, your bike, your bike went down. <laughs> bike went down. We talked about your bike and you had a bike accident, so we killed your bike. Yeah. This Do people ever hire the show to kill like a spouse? <laughs> <laughs> if you could just mention my wife's name. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it up. Say happy yeah. birthday. You know, no reason. We, no reason. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, we do. We have a, gotten a couple of emails. We're like, oh, can you say happy birthday? Maybe that's what they were really trying to do. Yeah. Oh, no. And we were. They know your show's cursed. Unwitting <laughs> accomplices. Yeah. Oh, boy. That'd be a great, a brisk business for you guys. Because <laughs> you've technically done nothing wrong. Right, We've we can't. Nothing. We're the heroes, in fact. We can't arrest us. We said happy birthday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, happy anniversary to Susan. <laughs> you guys sure Susan died. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get Oliver's trivia question yes. here. Uh, Elliot? Yeah. Let's do this one. All right, there you have it. That is the theme song for Oliver's trivia question. And your topic this week, guys, mm-hmm. pop culture languages. Pop culture languages. Oh, I feel like this is going to be right straight line drive to Elliot's. I don't know. Did I use that correctly? Sure. <laughs> sure, Garen. <laughs> pop culture languages. I don't okay. know. I don't even know. Don't yeah. know. He came up with that topic? He does, yeah. He comes up with everything. He does the topic, your uh, question. So I 1 to 25, right? That's correct. Um, write that down. Keep it hidden. Mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm in. Everybody's in. Is everybody in? in? Mm-hmm. Yep. Garen, are you in? Uh, Garen's really thinking this yeah. one through. Yeah. All right, here's your question then, guys. Again, your topic, pop culture languages. Your question. 
what seemingly fictional movie language made of symbols is actually the sushi recipe that the language creator found in his wife's cookbook. What seemingly fictional movie language made of symbols is actually the sushi recipe that the language creator found in his wife's cookbook. So we have to name the language, not the movie that it was from? What seemingly fictional movie language? We have to name the name of the I would be more comfortable if we all named the movie. (laughs) I think we all would be more comfortable with that. Yeah, Yeah. but I think that... I'd be comfortable if we didn't answer at all. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just move on. Boy, this is a convoluted question. It's just tough. I mean, that's... It is the language. What seemingly fictional movie language... weird. ...made of symbols is actually the sushi recipe. So it's actually Japanese? I really think so. That's what he's saying? It's actually Japanese? Sounds like it. It is a sushi sushi recipe that the language creator found in his... I just had an answer, and you asking if it was Japanese made me forget my answer. Oh, Oh, boy. boy. Oh, man. I had a good one. Huh. Seemingly fictional language... Is actually a sushi, sushi. But I don't know if it has to be. Ja- I don't think it's. Ja- obviously, it's not Japanese in the movie. No, no. Right. Uh, should I ask him if we're trying to name the movie or the language? Maybe. Should I get? A, should I follow up on this with Oliver Griffin? I mean, it, w- it wouldn't hurt. Knowing the name of the fictional language seems impossible. Unless it's just unless it's a very obvious off. one. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. Let me see. You know what? I'm going to. Uh, I've already got my answer. Oh, you do. I'm putting him on speaker. If you just like. The fuck do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? I'm busy writing trivia. <laughs> Better chance of him just not picking up at all. I've never answered my phone. I haven't done it in seven years. Yeah. I know, right? It's risky business these mm. days. Get this. Come on, dude. Hello. Hey, it's uh, it's uh, you're on the air. It's Jimmy Pardo on Never Not Funny. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I'm here with Matt, uh, Elliot, and Garen, and uh, Todd Levin is here. We just read your question. Uh, um, And so the question that we have is, are we trying to name the movie? Uh, Because trying to name the language in the movie seems very difficult. No, of course not. You you can name the movie. Okay, so we're naming Mm. the movie. Hmm. Name the movie, yeah. Okay. Okay, thank you. Will you put Oliver on the phone? This sounds like his father. (laughs) (laughs) Are we allowed to ask a follow-up question? Oh, yeah. can Can you hear Todd, Oliver? Is the language used prominently... In the movie? Did you hear that? Is the language used prominently is the question? Yeah, yeah it is the question. It's yes. not one of many weird languages. The language is used... It's not used... Here, all right, here's a hint. It's not used very much for communication, but it's a very famous part of the movie. Hmm. They don't actually speak it, but it's oh, a very famous part okay. of the movie. Okay. I do, you answer. know what? I have, I, I, I'm going to stick with my very first answer. Change I'm sticking answer. with my very first answer. Uh, all right, dude. Uh, do we need do we need more information from Oliver Griffin? Oh, it, Oliver, can, this is Matt talking. Um, what is the answer? Let <laughs> uh, me take him off speaker. It was worth a try. Don't reveal that, Oliver. <laughs> um, uh, Oliver, but, uh, by the way, I brought up the uh, the uh, yard signs, the grad signs, uh, with the four, and nobody has any answers. I, we, it's very bizarre. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we're all landing on it was a stolen and swapped out. I, I would say it's a steal and swap. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Hang up on your laugh. Goodbye. Okay, bye. That is, uh, that is my son, Oliver Griffin, who started a stand-up class last week. Oh, very oh, cool. Wow. On, online. An oh, online stand-up cool. class. Uh, yet when it was time for, uh, for him to introduce me on my virtual flapper show, and I said, hey, why don't you do the bit that you wrote for your class? Uh, he said, uh, no. <laughs> wow. 
Who's teaching the class? Is it Nick DiPaolo? I think he's got DiPaolo. <laughs> and then I think this week, uh, that was the first week, then Corolla comes in this week. Oh, great. And um, he does a week retreat at uh, Owen Benjamin's compound. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And then, for no reason, Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> Gabriel, by the way, that is just a joke, Gabriel. Has. Yep. Gabriel is not a... He's weird. not a monster. He's not a monster. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, I'm still trying to think of a good answer. I'm, I'm jealous of you for even having an answer you feel confident in. Or I don't, I'm not necessarily confident. Yeah. That it wasn't spoken is really interesting. Uh, because yeah. I, I can tell you, I'll, my original answer was going to be Navi, because I, that's the only language I could think of. Yeah. Mm. But that, that's spoken. Yeah, and I was thinking long. caveman, but then that's only spoken. That's only spoken. I think it's only spoken. I'm just mm-hmm. going to go back to the first exactly. thing I thought uh, of. I've written down my answer. Uh, by, by the way, I want to say this, that I used to think Nick DiPaolo was terrific. Same. Uh, his stand-up was would, was la- like that young comedian's thing that he was on with, uh, I think, Dennis Miller's the host. Is that the one he was on? I don't remember. Um, with Andy Kindler and Janine Garofalo. Isn't DiPaolo on that one? I don't know. Is he on that one? Uh, he might be on that one. I think he is. Is it Apatow on that one, too? Apatow, Drake Sather. Oh, I think yeah. he might be on that one. And it it's it's seven minutes of phenomenal stand-up comedy. If it's not that particular one, he's on another one. Right. And then I saw, I've seen him be here. And then, and then it just flipped. Hmm. And it's now unlistenable, right? He still has funny in the bones, though. He yeah. has to. He has a funny way of... He just has a funny way. Yes. Yeah. 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 But uh, it's, I think somehow what happens is you, when you start to tip toward anger, it stops being funny. Yeah. And right. I think sometimes a lot of the like those older comics, something changes in them and they just... It, it tips from like... The kind of mock outrage that can be funny, you know, because it's sort of like, oh, he's he's really worked up about nothing. Yeah. To oh, he's an angry man. Agreed. Who's angry at everything? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's yeah. I, I think it's it's harder to uh, not be genuinely angry the older you get, because <laughs> <I think laughs> yeah. you're 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 in pain more often. I know. The world it just starts to feel like. Oh, it's it's not gonna be okay. You know? I know, <laughs> uh, and so everything just sort of feels like shitty. And so if if you're if you were always coming from a place of being kind of like yeah, like a like an like you're doing an angry character, uh, I could see it very easily slipping into like yeah, there's no comedy here anymore. Like George Carlin, like at the end of his career. At the end of his life, he was just angry. He wasn't yeah. funny. It was almost like he was reacting from pain. <laughs> yeah, 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 and and it's he used to write the joke based on the anger and then he was just like, forget the joke. I'm just going to be angry and tell you why everything's wrong. That is something I'm super conscious of, like not wanting to get angrier as I get older. Like I, like I see how my dad got more impatient Yeah, and, and over the, the like lockdown, cause you know, it was just us with our kids with no childcare, no family yeah. or anything. I was way more impatient. I like, I started to really become like it, like a yelling dad, like every oh. now and again, not like yelling, but like I'd raise my voice more often or I get, I wouldn't let things go. Or I wouldn't see it uh, like the humor in something that was annoying me, you know? <clears throat> and I, like, I was like, I gotta go, I'm going to therapy again because I don't want to be that guy. I want to find a way to, yeah. to deal with that. So yeah, because that's not the Todd your kids know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, how do they react? Where's the Todd? Where's Todd. the Todd we Bring love? Todd, Todd, stop yelling. This dad Who character, this guy, Mister Levin. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go. I don't disagree with anything you just said. By the way, I, uh, uh, as I've said to my therapist once, everybody else can't be wrong. 
Yeah. Because I found myself getting mad at every, you know. That's a really good Somebody's in the toothpaste aisle. I'm like, what the, get the fuck out of your It's like, yeah. the guy's just buying toothpaste. Yeah. yeah. He's taking a couple minutes, like you're about to, to figure out which one you want to buy. Exactly. And he he's, just happens to be in front just, of the. He's in your periphery for a minute. That's it. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, of course, of course, the one other guy shopping today needs toothpaste. And it's that. It's like, yes. yeah. And he's thinking the same thing about you, dickhead. Oh, man. Or he's not at all because he's a normal human being who's <laughs> going to then pick out his toothpaste and walk away. And you weren't part of his thoughts at all exactly he doesn't even know you're there you're yeah. just you're just a, like a seething man behind him <laughs> yep. like a lunatic <laughs> doesn't exist to him uh, I, I was tell i i had like a my initial consult with like a, a, a like a like a shrink and <laughs> i was trying to explain like what i wanted to do you know what my point of you know even re-engaging that kind of relationship was and i couldn't i was trying to remember like that like expression like i wanted to like kind of quiet the tapes in my head you know you have like those yes. kind of things and i was like i just am trying to quiet the voices in my head oh. that's what i said and he's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, i'm gonna need to ask you a series of questions no, no. I was like, no no no, you no, no, not. no that's it I'm, yeah that's it. <laughs> it became this i was just like i i forgot you have to choose your words so carefully because he started he was like have you heard do you have like audio commands in your in your oh, head man you started to go down that whole like yeah, that whole checklist of yeah. like, <laughs> and, and so did did you still have to go down it with him? You yeah, could, I had to answer like it. three or four questions. Yeah. He's like, now I have to ask you these questions, and I was like, Whoa. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm just yeah. a comedian, sir. I was like, I'm just not. I just am terrible with word choice. That's all. <laughs> is that a thing? Is that, I'm a, a, is, that, is that a writer. disorder? <laughs> is that a disorder? <laughs> is there a pill for that? It is, and they all write for Jim Fallon. Now, oh hey, what does he get hurt for? I can oh, tell you, he's a doing list of reasons. He's in his lane. I forgot you moved to the East Coast. You everybody be, does you a different looking. thing. Yes, I may be, I'm, looking, I'm actively looking. Right um, everybody does a different thing. Sure. And that's, uh, as I say about comedy, that's it's like going to the ice cream shop. There's a flavor for everybody. So if you and you're the guy in the back who's angry because everyone's ordering it for you, you better don't don't sell out a vanilla. Just pick one. I had a vanilla ice cream cone yesterday that was the blandest vanilla ice cream cone I've ever had in my uh-huh. life. And then Danielle got a, a scoop of coffee from the same spot and said, this is the blandest ice cream i've ever had wow and that's a bummer stop going to that yeah. place <laughs> yeah. well we never i've not been there it was at the grove it was that great ice cream shop at the grove that always was great i don't know in the farmer's market yeah oh yeah oh, I, yeah. yeah that place is good that's too bad it was and then it's one of those do i really want to now eat 500 calories of ice cream that doesn't is it possible there's a problem but because of like the pandemic like flavor supply lines they could be like they're, they're, they're they're cut short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it could also be that I have COVID and I don't have. I don't Yeah, that's probably involved. Uh, by the way, that crossed my mind for a second. It's like, sure. why is this vanilla? And then it was like, yeah. I better take a sip of something else or mm-hmm. right. to see. Oh no, this tastes. You're just getting like hot sauce. And- <laughs> 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 Still nothing. God damn it! They even have that hot sauce store. You could have run over there. No, give me it hotter. Check some wasabi in my mouth. I'm tasting nothing. Let's head over to the pop culture reason for this. That is. Sponsored by dogpile.com. That's Garen Cockrell. He cycled here. You got the bike fixed. The bike the bike did have some sort of a uh, casualty. Yeah, when I was riding up Fulton uh, towards home, the entire de- derailleur. The rear derailleur. The rear derailleur. Mm-hmm. Popped off. Came off completely. Oh, Popped wow. Off. The whole thing. Got caught up in the tire. I had been slowing down to stop because I felt it felt weird. Yeah. And then it, if I was going any faster, oh, you I, I would have gone. You would have right flipped. Yeah. Yeah. But I lucked out. 
Oh no, no, you wouldn't flip though. The back, the back, well, the back but, tire stopped. I would have gone. You might still. You might, yeah, because yeah. your yeah. momentum yeah. would be going yeah, forward. Yeah, your and the body bike would yeah. stop. Because yeah. yeah. I was cruising before that. Oh, there's no doubt, Garrett. Yeah. I've seen you on a bike. Fast, <laughs> hitting them well. And by cruising, you mean 50, 55, 60? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yeah. maybe seventy. Yeah, Jesus, boy, you're going downhill, huh? <laughs> well, and fast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you got to fix. You brought it over there. You said, "What the fuck?" And they fixed it free of charge. Very free of charge. Okay. And then they threw in a kickstand, which oh, I was going wow. to pay for. No, they, you know what? They, Take they it. Said, they cost seven dollars. It cost them three fifty. Exactly. It's like uh, getting a like free buffet ticket in Vegas. Yeah, right. It costs them <laughs> nothing, air. and you feel like a king. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. A load of horse shit. I have told the story. I think on this program, I did a gig once. Uh, let's call it nineteen ninety one. Uh, on a Sunday, a guy came to see me at the comedy club and, he's, and, and then hired me to do his kid's graduation party um, for X amount of money. I forget what it was. Maybe 150 bucks. And it came to the light that he owned the local independent health club. He's like, he owned the Nautilus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, why don't you just give me a, a membership uh, to the to the gym. I'll, oh, in lieu I'll, of payment? Uh, in lieu of payment, just give me a membership. Oh, <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. That you know, that's like a hundred bucks a month. I can't be uh, giving it. And I and I literally went, it's air. Yeah, <laughs> you're giving. And, and by the way, I know me. I'm not showing up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like this is my. This right. was kind of. A, what the, does he think you're going to do on this equipment? Right. Like. <laughs> You dummy. Like so, use it to bake. Like, <laughs> well, I'm just going to live here. <laughs> you gave me the card. You yeah. gave me the card. I'm here 20 whatever I want. What an idiot. Like to this day, it infuriates me. It's like, dude, I was basically do, giving you a free show. Oh, a what free, an idiot. You moron. Yeah. And then I did the show and bombed miserably. Mm. And then when he gave me the check, he did that assholey thing where he hung onto it just a second too long. <laughs> like where he made Weird. me take it out of his hand. Ugh. And it's like, dude. How old was his kid? Well, that was the other thing. I thought it was a college graduation. It turned out it was a high school graduation. So they were all uh, yeah. um, young. They were all yeah, like, you they, don't want, they you didn't. Don't, yeah. Nobody want wanted me there. Well, you don't. Who wants to do stand up for 18 year olds or I don't. 17 year olds? Yeah. That was the one where the grandmother got up and walked right in front of me and went, you're not funny. <laughs> really? <laughs> they loved her, I'll bet. They loved her. And then yeah. a young boy got up. They said, get Johnny up. Whatever his name. Get Johnny up there. He's get, a funny kid. And then he gets up there and he does an impression of Dana Carvey doing George Bush. Not going to do it. Not, and, and. Kills. <laughs> and then, oh, you guys would be great. And then at that, at that point, it's like, thank God he didn't get the gym membership because you <laughs> really weren't showing up. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so humiliating. Everything about it is humiliating. Everything about it. They're just bringing up other people. Like, we'll show you funny. (laughs) Get that kid doing his Dana Carvey doing another guy impression. Oh, oh awful. They, they bring out a stereo and they just put on comedy records. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we should have done to begin with. (laughs) Who likes this? Oh, yeah. boy, you got taken by that guy. We could have just played records. Oh, watch awful. You, watch YouTube videos of that lady who falls down making wine. <laughs> <laughs> I would enjoy that. Oh, my God, it was awful. It was just awful. But the point was, it's it, it, that's what happened with the kickstand. You got, you got, yeah. you got a, uh, they gave you nothing. But yet you feel good about it. Yeah. yeah. The, and I did. He's lucky they didn't charge him to, because we don't know. This is the same place you went to get it tuned up to begin with. We don't know if it was their fault that it broke or yeah. if it, you just made. Are you the bike shop's lawyer? <laughs> Look, yeah. I just want to be clear. Yeah, on, There's yes. no yeah. indemnification in, inherent in what happened here. But to be those words? fair, <laughs> if there was an issue that they missed. Then that's kind of on them, too. On them. This is all yeah, on them. But what he told me off the air is that his roommate who picked the bike up the first time. 
uh, crashed it on the way oh, home. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait yeah. a second. Well, that's new information, and now I understand why you got your attorney <laughs> yeah. hat on. Yeah, yeah. it's because it's... Your roommate fucked this quite up. Quite likely his roommate You're lucky it. that but they didn't charge you more. Eric, damn it. I don't know how he... Because my roommate asked me, he's like, do you think it happened when I did? I'm like, yeah. I don't know how you fell or what happened or whatever, so who knows? But let be honest with you, because because I know how I would have reacted if you pick if somebody picked up that bike mm-hmm. and literally the first time it's ridden is then crashed before you even have a chance. Were you furious with the guy? I, normally, I probably would have been, but it's a comedy of errors with this person. Okay. So it's just like, of course, he fell. Yeah. Yesterday, he's like, um, I don't think we should keep uh, glasses in the sink anymore because I broke another one. And I'm like. That's the problem. I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just dismissed it. No other reason to clean those glasses and yeah, put them away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the Not problem. I should stop being a dipshit. <laughs> Let's just stop putting glasses in the sink. You got to shake this guy loose, man. Yeah, Is this the guy? Is this the guy that we've been saying you got to shake loose for a while? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's just at it's this time. point, it's like. Oh, my gosh. It's time. I, I don't even know how to. Yeah. We got to get He's a, a, a softer tub. I, <laughs> I cracked my head on it again. <laughs> I hate I've hate I hate a human being I've never met. Just based on yes. every story he tells. It's so difficult. Yeah. A difficult person. Then, you know what's going to happen? You're going to meet him and go, this is yeah. a great guy. Exactly. I like this guy. I like him better than Garen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hire him. Let's hire him. <laughs> that will go, wouldn't that be, he does He does eventually leave. We do take uh, people come in and we don't know it's him. Right. And then he's telling, yeah, he had a roommate. And yeah. Wait a minute. You put it together. Yeah. yeah. He just tells stories about his old roommate and how he's a This guy was a mess. He said he was going to move back to Michigan. He didn't. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Garen, you uh, you told us that you may have some breaking news. Yes, we do have some breaking news. All right. Uh, uh... Breaking news with Garen. It's probably not really news. All right, Garen, what's going on? Uh, we got another crossword situation. All right. Uh, again, for to remind everybody at the top of the episode, we talked about how the New York Times had the up top as one of their uh, 69 down. Up top was the answer. Leading people will be maybe it's never not funny related. You're telling me there's something else with the crossword. It looks like today we're told that uh, clue 25 down or 26 down. Okay. Which doesn't mean anything. Uh, when repeated, water cooler sound. Okay. When repeated, water cooler sound. How many letters? Four letters. All right. We all know it. Glug. 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 Yeah. We sold t-shirts that said glug on it. Yeah. Hmm. We, we meant something else. <laughs> yeah, we meant something else. I would, that's, Jimmy, that's Jimmy the noise I make when I go, uh, 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 glug. That's when I'm ejaculating. Um, all right, something's up at the New York Times. Can we blame that Maggie uh, Haberman? Is that her name? What's her last yeah, name? Yeah, that's right. Did I get it right? Yeah. We have a friend named Chrissy Haberman, which is why I thought it was wrong. And then, of course, I double-clutched. Because, uh, look and I, and look worked, at the rest of the clues on that puzzle. Is there like a 31 down insufferable Hochberg? <laughs> wow. wow, just just right at me. Unfair. Just right, Unfair. Just right in the I, face. Yet at it has me. been so long since I've been unkind to you. <laughs> and and you miss it? I am owed one. Yes. I do. Well, I was I'm not sure that's how that works. I was but nostalgic I'll, I'll, I'll for it. it. <laughs> I'm that's what he missed most in the pandemic. God, Two down is Darren, so there's a good chance that's a reference to me. Because no. I gets my name wrong. You know it's not, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Garrett, thank you for that update. 
Uh, the bike. Are you riding the bike other than just coming here to the show? Oh, I, it's been, it's been shop. gone the entire time. Oh, you got it. So I rode it here, rode it a quarter of the way back, and then it's been in the shop. But then you rode it. You rode it back here again today. No, because I I was not going to ride. No, no, Whose no, bike no. is that? No, no. Today you rode it to. No, the studio. we drove it. We went to pick it up yeah, in the car. today when you came to the studio today. No. But you, the bike is here. I brought the bike with me. Oh, you, you came, oh, you came right from the... Ride. I'm with you, and, 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 and ordinarily I would go, why are you yelling at him in such a tone? But it, 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 it was like, it's here. You showed it to me. How did that bike get here if you're not in Britain? All right, so that was in a vehicle. Yeah, we brought it here. I, I don't know how comfortable I am riding around deep Van Nuys because it's Van Nuys. So I was, just like, I was a little here. confused because he also had his helmet. Yes. I guess because you're going to ride home. Yeah, I'm going to ride home. Okay. No, I'm gonna get a ride. I'm just gonna get, get an Uber. Get an get Uber. Uber. Uber wear, wear your helmet in Uber. <laughs> Uber bike rack. Is that a, a new Uber service? Oh, that's a nice uh, Uber service. The Uber mm-hmm. bike rack. Then you take it out to the beach. You ride your bike around. Then you. Yeah. You don't feel like coming back home with it. That's the idea. <laughs> you, well, I would get another Uber with a bike rack to take it home. Oh, oh you're saying I, you take. But I hear your premise. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was thinking like you just get done. Like, <laughs> just gonna ride this into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I rode my bike too long. I'm gonna leave it <laughs> Come get me. The first time I ever met Greg Fitzsimmons. You know Greg. Yeah. First time I ever met him, we were auditioning for a VH1 thing, and something came up where he told the story about Kevin Meany, the great Kevin Meany. Yes. Where the first time he, first, maybe the first or second time he ever saw Kevin Meany in, in the wild, he saw Kevin Meany on the street, and he's like, oh, Kevin Meany. And Kevin Meany was bike, it was on his bike, and a bus came, and Kevin Meany just took his bike and rode it in front of the bus. <laughs> what? He just took the bike and went, oh, but yeah, and, and I, I go, what? And he goes, to this day, I don't understand it. <laughs> when he threw his bike? He in threw his bike in front of the bus. And it was like, like and I'm, not for a joke? I'm done with it. No, great. It wasn't like to make Greg laugh. Greg, Greg doesn't. Uh, you know, I, oh. we, let's next time Greg's here, we have to. Re- yeah, that's yeah. so weird. Oh my god! Because obviously, I'm forgetting something about this story because I heard it 20 years ago. But it was but no. Like, but if you're saying Greg's version was also like he didn't understand, yes, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta know. We gotta know. Yeah. And now he's dead, so we'll never know. Well, uh, but maybe Greg got some information since uh, he last told maybe. me that story. Yeah, which again was twenty something years. Maybe ago. Like, they probably talked about his funeral. <laughs> right, got the, the rest of the, the time. Yeah. The bus driver came up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I only met him once. <laughs> Strange fellow. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, Garen, uh, what do you got here on this uh, this language? Uh, you got to name the movie for according to Oliver uh, Griffin. I had an answer. I changed it. I don't like either one of them, but I'm going with the fifth element the fifth element oh that's a good answer. it looks like todd's reaction though todd we don't really go out of order but your reaction tells us you also went with the fifth element and i also don't like my answer but oh. i did go with the fifth element and that was my second choice by the by just to support your to support your instinct interesting i felt like i wasn't digging deep enough when i went with the fifth element garrett shoots down elliot unnecessarily i didn't mean it that way i was because that's such a random movie that i didn't even it's it, it the is. way you said interesting was the way that we occasionally will talk to elliot for humor on this program I, elliot i can only apologize you accept I it right literally elliot? felt that that was interesting thank you i appreciate that and of course you know we uh, we have trouble with uh, sincerity in this room no, no, you do. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm the only one who's come I do, on. I do not. Oh, Jimmy. What? I'm, I'm very sincere to everybody. 
You always <laughs> you make a big thing about how you don't know how to accept gifts and you don't know how to I, say but, nice things. But I, no, no, I know how to say nice things. No. I don't know how Accepting to accept gifts. It. That's a different thing. No, but you also have you've also told us that when you say nice things, you get self conscious about it, get, now, and people and you think people will think you're being sarcastic, well, that, that, or that, people actually true. are thinking you're sarcastic. But I'm gonna defend you. Thank Let me you, Gary. For a moment, the multiple times I was leaving the show, you were very sincere about me leaving. Well, then so. get out. <laughs> get out, man. I, I can't do that. I believe that. Time. I believed that. Whatever that was. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, he has no problem being sincerely angry and mean. Like, that's no problem. I'm very, uh, my heart's on my sleeve. I feel well, like a shark you, on your sleeve. You get oh, wait, in your head when you. Uh, well, maybe it's just receiving compliments. It's receiving. It's yeah. receiving. I have that problem too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I have. I just don't get. I don't get them. You don't. You don't. You don't think <laughs> oh, I have a problem. I have a problem receiving compliments. I don't receive yeah, that. No one gave yeah, them. Yeah. It's been a real problem for me. <laughs> In that I've never heard one. Uh, well, no, but I do. Like it's like when someone says something nice, the first thing you do is tell them why they're wrong. A hundred percent. Hey, that was a great show. Uh, Should have been at the Friday show. Yes, Friday show always, was really like, great. Yes. Really. Yes. I. I wish just, I'd done this. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares. I just. I enjoyed what you just did. Let, let me enjoy it. Let me yeah. enjoy and it. And I don't want to. I don't want to argue with you about it either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let, right. let, let me tell you what I liked. Yeah. Yeah, don't make me defend my going out of my way to tell you something nice. 100%. If, yeah. if you have to grit your teeth and say it, say thank you. That's mm-hmm. that's the rule. Thank you. Because that sounds really <laughs> nice. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like you want to say something else. <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> All good. I really appreciate your coming to my show. Friday was better. <laughs> say uh, it to a paper bag. <laughs> like that, that cartoon where the dog has to run up on a hill. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's check in over there at the Dragon Drop. He's behind Video Village. Hello. Uh, he, of course, is in Palms, California. What's happening? Anything in Palms going down that we need to know about, Elliot? What's going on over there at the Familiar? The Familiar. Well, is there anything interesting? I don't think so. Oh, well, uh, I mean, it's not that interesting. Somebody had a baby. I mean, I don't know. That doesn't help. Did me. you have to deliver the baby? No. <laughs> okay. Your, 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 your first issue was right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, no, that's great. Nice, sweet little baby. What's wrong with yeah. you? Just sweet little baby. Yeah. Did they have it in the elevator? No, nothing interesting Not happened about it. There was nothing. I, I, I was, I was very sincere. Uh, it was not, not much was going on. All right. Holy shit. During the pandemic, you uh, things were happening. I know. It's, I feel like so, it's like flip flop because for me, I feel like there's I have more stuff. Yeah. Going on, and he has he's got less. Yeah, nothing. But, but that did remind me. I just I was I, a real Al Capone's vault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's got to be something here. Nope. nope. Nothing. All right. Nope. Uh, I, hey, by the way, let's, let's be fair to Geraldo. Whether he, he's, he's gone nuts, that wasn't his fault. Right? It was a risk. You, I you, mean, gotta, it was a you risk. roll the dice. But everybody wow. blames him. Look at this fucking dummy. But it was like he could have opened that thing and it would have been amazing. And it, uh, No, it is his fault because he used the mystery of it to keep people watching and keep them engaged. And he knew that it could have been a bust. You know, he'd hoped, of course, it was going to be great. He knew it could have been a bust, and he just teased it and teased it and teased it. So he, I don't know if I agree got. With I you. think he got greedy. I think he got but, very greedy. But if you were to do something like a big reveal where you don't know it, don't you build that up? I'd open it and then do the show. Oh, and then pretend like uh, you're doing it. Yeah, I'd go seal it back up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put a like put a gun in there or something. Just do any, you know. Yeah, there's nothing put in there. a gun in there or something. I was too a young. Hat. Throw a slingshot in there or a hat. Yeah, what a ledger like, of some yeah. sort. What did people think? Was, like, what was the hope? What were they hoping to find? That's Gold, untold riches. Yeah, yeah I, I don't really I know. know what a you dead would, body maybe old no, alcohol. Man. 
I get. I, I don't know, but El, El Capone, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. Yeah, El I mean, Capone's vault sounds. Wait, no, that doesn't no, make sense. That, that, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> decades earlier. Jesus Christ. What were the dimensions of that vault? Do you even remember? He walked was, into it. It was a walk-in vault. I thought it was okay. a walk-in vault. Okay. Uh, the two-hour special, including commercials, was greatly hyped as potentially revealing great riches or dead bodies on live television. There you go. That's a little morbid. Oh, maybe that's on us for wanting to see dead bodies. Yeah. Yeah. They included uh-huh. the presence of a medical examiner should bodies be found, and oh. agents from the IRS to collect any of Compone's money that might be discovered. Oh, right. So it's that's all on, Yeah, that's super produced. Yeah, that's fuck him. I don't like it. Now. No, uh, <laughs> they, they definitely they definitely had meetings where they're like, so if if there is nothing, you know, what are we going to do? Like they they didn't go into it going. Oh, I don't. Well, think we they only did. have one plan, and it's to reveal the greatest well, thing you've ever if found. If you've seen the end, they they look lost. Really, like they, I remember them. That's not terrible producing. That's terrible. Producing. Like how do you not plan? Maybe for I remember. It? I could be remembering. No, no, but I, 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 I kind of feel like it's going right. Boy. That's good. That's good. It's got to be something. <laughs> Didn't it just happen again, like a few years ago, when they did that Egyptian tomb reveal? Like they're like, we found an Egyptian tomb. We're going to open it live on TV, and there was yes. like nothing in there or whatever. I don't remember. All right, stop opening things on television. That's great. <laughs> do it. Just do like a, like a pre like you do a pre interview. You do you open it earlier, and then you're like, let's. Let's like, you know, now, now you act. Yes. Now you act. How so about you just backpedal. film it? And then if it's cool, then air it later. Like oh, you don't have to be a, live. Why does it have to be live? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But that is part of the excitement. Yeah. That you're no, here I mean, for it. You got yeah. no show. Obviously they wanted a show and they thought just the promise of maybe something cool happening will be enough to bring people in and, and it worked. Like I'm sure from a TV perspective, they considered that a success because people watched well, it. They got a ton of people advertised. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But they could never do it again because, you know, sh- Fool me once, says. Yeah. Well, Geraldo could never do it again, but apparently someone did it with this Egyptian tomb. Yeah, but if you think about it, how many times is that, has that premise happened? Was it like Al Capone's Egyptian tomb? Open a vault twice. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, do you have an answer on this, Elliot? I don't feel good about it. I'd like it. to ask more about that baby, but it doesn't feel like you've got a lot of information. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say about the baby. I, I, yeah. made, I made my kids laugh the other day because we were at the, the pool, and someone had a, like a newborn, like a really young, like maybe four-week, six-week-old baby and i was like still oh. wet <laughs> yeah it was real ripe and i was like uh, uh they were like oh look at the little baby and i was like haha what a noob <laughs> and i just thought it was funny to call babies noobs that's and so, fun. so that's not my thing is when i see a baby i go look at that noob did they enjoy it? the kids enjoyed it they did they went, yeah. oh matt you're so funny I saw one yesterday at, at the restaurant and i was like ah, another noob there's another noob <laughs> Dude, that's a and and zoe started calling them earth noobs because they're new to earth so. oh i like the addition yeah, yeah earth nice. noob it's a good tweak. Yeah. It's a good tweak. It's a good <laughs> punch up. I'll tell her you said that. You know what? Mm-hmm. Conan writer Todd Levin said, nice punch up. Honey, he just talked to Martin Short on the telephone. <laughs> yeah. And then a child says, who's Martin Short? <laughs> yes. well, my son knows it, but she, would she know? I'm trying to think. She must have seen him in something. I'm trying to think what you it would have uh, the, the, Cat in uh, the Hat. The Amigos? She does... Uh, yes, yeah, the Cat in the Hat cartoon. Yeah, she knows him. Oh, he's great. The, in the that. Santa Claus was he? Wasn't he, or Santa Claus? Wasn't he? Didn't he play like uh, Jack Frost? He was in something. In something. Yes. Yeah, well, it wasn't, the, or maybe it was Santa Claus Two. It might have been Santa Claus Two. Yeah, it was one of the clauses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it wasn't the first one. We watched that one last Christmas, and he wasn't in it. That's Tim Allen, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was one where I had never seen it, and I was like, wow, this was this was popular. It was not popular. It was, it was huge. Popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching it now, you're like, it's one of those weird things where you go, "This is barely comedy." I don't know. Oh, what the, yeah. I don't know what the fuss. I was haven't about. seen it. It's crazy. It's it's yeah. it's, uh, it's okay. It's a kids. It's a family movie. You know. But at the time, it was considered more than that. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, I just looked up Martin Short's IMDb page. Yes, Karen. Uh, so I searched Martin Short names. You know how it has a name section. Martin Short, actor, the Santa Claus Three Escape Clause. That's the first That's highlighted first item. Oh my gosh! Oh boy. In the search history. That seems unfair to Martin That's Short. That's not fair. That's weird. Well, like, but in terms of box office revenue, like, can you think of another movie who was in that was bigger? Three Amigos. Was Wait, that three successful amigos? though? I mean, it's, it's, that, it's was that. I don't think that was successful. Yeah. No, it had three of the biggest comedy stars. I know, but I think people just didn't know what to do with that movie. Yeah. It came out and we were like, like, and, like it's, 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 it. it's lasted through like people remembering it fondly, certainly. Like my generation still loves it, but I think at the time, yeah, just kind of. What's the one with Nick Nolte? Inner Space? Is that what it's called? Inner? Am I thinking well, of. Oh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid. That, Dennis Quaid. that was, I think that was, that was, that was a big yeah, movie. Was, but what's the one with Nick Nolte? Oh, yeah, he was in oh, one with Nick Nolte. Three Fugitives. Yes. That's really. Ah. Martin Short's hysterical in that. Yes. Yeah. And and let's not forget Clifford. Oh, I can't. I love, <laughs> love Clifford. I love it. I'm sorry. You do. Yes. Yes. It's such a big swing. It's, it's yeah. such a big swing. It's deeply weird. It's one of the weirdest mm-hmm. Hollywood movies, like just in terms of like indie movies, you know, whatever. But like when a studio commits to a thing like that, like, hey, this 37 year old man's going to be a boy. <laughs> right. And we're never, we're not going to tell you why. No, nope, it's not. <laughs> that's not the premise. We're yeah. just casting a 37 year old as a boy. Yeah. I like mean, it's, it's, it's basically problem child, but with we have a grown life. man yes. playing the boy. It is it is kind of delightful on that level, just because yeah, it's so insane. Yeah, his highest grossing film that's not animated. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess? Do you want me to give you a hint? I would have guessed uh, Santa He's Claus Three. Supporting honestly. actor. That's the next. Oh, one. is it? Is it um, Father of the Bride? Father. Oh father yeah, of, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. yeah Again, Steve Martin. So you would think Three Amigos would get some uh, some heat, but. I'm Three sure. Amigos is just below. Oh yeah, what did it make? Three Fugitives, believe it or not, uh, thirty-nine million, and then Three Fugitives made forty. Uh, Father of the Bride made eighty-nine. That's crazy. All right. Yeah. But then he had Madagascar Three, Prince of Egypt, and The Adams Family, which were the top three. But those are all yeah, he's right. the animated the animated, animated one. one. Oh, my kids just watched that. I did not. Uh, see that Catherine O'Hara it does a voice in it too. There's all these great actors. Oscar Isaac does a voice. Wait, in which it. one? Crawl. The most recent. Adam's Family animated film oh, yeah, it came out like a year ago or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it. Yeah. They're a little creepy for me. <laughs> kooky? And all as well as kooky? A little kooky. I'd say they're all together spooky. The Adam's Family. Yeah. That was the one where they they went back to the style that the original Yeah, the Charles Adams style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was 3D ish. But in no other way did it resemble the Charles <laughs> Adams style. Maybe they were still doing like like pop songs right, and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I got to move it, move it. <laughs> thing. The hand, the hand. Why is this happening? Yeah. Uh, Ellie, what's your guess? So I don't feel strongly about it, All but right. I'm going to say Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh, boy. Very specific mm-hmm. one. Wow. Very mm-hmm. specific. I thought about that one too for a second. You did? Yeah. Now, interesting. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got him. Got him. Atta boy. Right there back in go. his face. Get yes. out of your fight, Swat asshole. him. <laughs> Swat him. <laughs> uh, what do you got, Matt? Um, well, first I got a correction because it's called the Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So you're wrong, even if uh, that's oh, the answer. Oh, I, I, I give it to him if, he, if, it, if that's it. He gets it. Look, if Matt, if Matt needs that to get through his day, I just like because <laughs> that's what Doug Benson does on his show, and I'm always like, how the hell are you enforcing this? But he insists that you get every oh, part of the title right with all these like crazy, you know. You know who that's fun for? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> that's you know he's got standards. Um, I went with uh, it seems. Either too obvious or just plain wrong, which it probably is. I'm, I'm going to say Star Wars. There's there's a there's an alphabet that's in the world of Star oh, Wars. You're right. That looks. 
I was wondering if there was, Japanese. and I couldn't but it think of it. But it figures prominently. That's the reason why I didn't end up. Yeah, that I don't remember. I, that that threw me too. It doesn't really fit because I don't. I can't think of a time when that figured prominently in Star Wars. So that's uh, it's a mess. I'm trying to think of a mo- like he says. There's a famous moment where, and yeah. I don't. I can't think of any scene where some weird language is prominently. Like, what about Arrival? Uh, is Arrival the one with I the giant piece that. of garlic? The squid, the sort of squiddy. But they speak. They speak in their weird language. But they speak by making shapes. But I, I well, maybe that's true. That's but a good answer. Shit. But I, I, I thought. I mean, I watched you the whole thing. Cha- you could change. <laughs> you could change your answer. Not to arrival. What if Jimmy's like, hmm? Yes, I said arrival. I also think arrival was it, and I can't believe you read my mind. But I could have sworn that they, that they. No, oh, you can't. I, I, th- I thought that they verbalized that weird language too. We're talking about the Charlie Sheen movie, right? Here, yes, here, here. <laughs> uh, I said Raiders of the Lost Ark. I just went with the. What was uh? Where? What, what are you talking about here? What language? Where? Where did you see that language? No. Okay. Mm. The, uh, <laughs> there's there's stuff on written on the Ark. I think. I, I I think but it's, 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 that's my thought. Okay. There's something but it's in that. Probably Hebrew. I, I would assume. I don't know. I'm just making a, a guess, like yeah. anybody else's guess. Well, and and the reason why I picked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is because. Like first of all, <laughs> wow, so just, unfair. Just, just like, just like a, a bunch of karate to my head verbally. He really loves it. You don't. Get, I mean, just, just be glad you're giving this man joy. I, I can. I look. This that, man, that's the only his, reason why I put up with any of this. His I love children, to laugh. His children don't even love him enough to use I the know. name dad. I'm a Give strange, him, I tried to help you. Daddy's I'm a, home. I'm a distant stranger to my own family. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have this. Uh, I won't take it away from you. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll reveal the answer. We'll talk more with Todd Levin right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Todd Levin's on Twitter at Todd Levin. He's also on the the end of the end of an era. He's uh, writing on Conan uh, for the time being. Uh, check out the last week of Conan on TBS and see his great work. Uh, you can also see the uh, previously aired Martin Short bit that we were talking about on this episode. Uh, just search for that on YouTube, and it's worth watching. It's really really funny, and uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Jimmy Pardo is another person to enjoy a lot, and you can do that by watching Pop Cultured at uh, NowhereComedyClub.com. The next show is on July 8th. He's the uh, the judge on Pop Cultured, a uh, pop culture game show with comedians. And, uh, of course, the monthly FlappersComedy.com residency continues on July 16th. Maybe the last one. So if you're not if you're in anywhere other than Los Angeles and you want to see him do a Flapper show, this might be your last chance. So please go to FlappersComedy.com to buy your tickets for that it's a 7 p.m pacific time show on july 16th uh do that and enjoy uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it and once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old yo gabba gabba song try it you'll like it Never was on board with Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, I, in the I 16 imagine, years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here Gabba. to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down. 
Watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wallet's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on... Uh, uh, social media, by the way, people saying, "Oh, I had to spend the night at the at the pet vet." Yeah, people like using the phrase "pet vet," even though "vet" covers pet. I mean, what other? Are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people. I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun? It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, that's a good point. Yeah, why are they? Yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their? Very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is, you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn-in jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey everybody welcome back to the program 2819 the hard castle we welcome you back in let's get uh, the uh, everybody had their answer uh, refresh garen you said uh, it's the fifth element elliot Indiana Jones, King of the Crystal Skull. Very good. Matt? I said Star Wars. Elliot? Refresh my memory on what Todd said. <laughs> I, a rival? Did he say a rival? No. I said the fifth element. Fifth and element then I, as well. I wished to change it to a rival. Oh, and then I said Raiders of the Lost Ark as well. What if it is fifth element? Now I do want you to change it. <laughs> no, I don't care. I guess it doesn't I don't even matter. remember if there was a language of fifth element. <laughs> That's the thing. I haven't seen that since it came out. And uh, Well, the, it, would be, it would be the symbols that are on the those little... Uh, stones. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and again, we're playing for $5 from the Jeremy Herbal Trivia Tin. Here's your answer. The green code from the Matrix. 
Oh. oh. I, now that makes that, sense when he says very prominent because it's uh, Damn even, it. even I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Although it worked out well, it looks cool. That's kind of a lazy solution. He did originally create his own language, but it got rejected. Then he found the recipes in an Asian cookbook where things are read from top to bottom, which is where he got the idea to have the code rain in from the top of the screen to the bottom. Whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, some of those characters are clearly Japanese characters, but then there's other there's other characters floating around in there. That makes sense. There you have it, the Matrix. That's a good one. And I accept the answer. Yeah. 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 I think we all accept it. I accept <laughs> no it. One's, I, no one was questioning tr- whether it was true truth. or not. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to accept this one. <laughs> okay. Right. I mean... You, you don't think it's a matter of opinion, that answer? I don't. You know what? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're not a, done with this. this what very, do you mean we're not done with this? Because we got to go with the, the bets to oh, see. Oh, we got to go with the bets. You're exactly right. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, hang on one second, though. I'm going to call, I'm going to call up Oliver, and I'm, I'm going to let him know we're accepting it. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. First of all. Wow. I'm your father, and you say, hello, father. Thank you for calling. Or hello, Todd. Uh, okay. well, but my name's not Todd Elliot. <laughs> Son, do you want to say anything negative to Elliot? That seems to be the uh, flavor of the day. <laughs> or, I'm all right. Or decade. Uh, I'm all right. <laughs> no, I'm all right. I just want to call. We, we, we accept your answer. I uh, just want to let you know I accept your answer. What does that mean? Well, like, was there controversy about the answer? Nope. There was no controversy. <laughs> I just happened to say I accept it. Matt said, yeah, we all do. It's the answer. And I said, I'm going to tell Oliver that I accept this answer. All right. Well, thank you. I uh, Now I'll know. All right. Uh, I'll make sure I know. Uh, okay. I make sure I know. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Good. Glad you accept the answer. Uh, all right. Listen, great job. Uh, no, Nobody got it. Not a single person got it. Nope. I see. You uh, want to know what, what what our guesses were? Sure. All right. Well, we I had, suspect he does not. <laughs> uh, we had two fifth elements. Uh, uh, Garen and Todd thought it might be fifth element. Uh, I said Star Wars. Uh, your father said Raiders of the Lost Ark, and and Elliot said Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, all right. Well, two Indiana Jones ones. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, those are all very good guesses. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Now, the only thing, the downside of us telling him the guesses now is uh, uh, we don't have any conversation for later at home. <laughs> uh, all right, dude. Great job. Great. All right. All right. You having lunch? Uh, yeah, we're having lunch. Enjoy it. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye. <laughs> um, all right. Listen, let's go with the betting. Yeah. Let's go with the betting. Yeah. Uh, Garen? Four points. Four oh, for Garrett. Wow. Oh, boy. Nice. Elliot. 23. Ooh, I just made a weird noise. 23. I used my 23, yep. Well. Matt. I used my 24. Oh, this is the Sutherland. I, I don't know why. I just, you know, we're... So Todd, we we have to we can only use each number once in the season. So like we're it's coming down to where there's not that many numbers left. I got to use it's, those big ones. Yeah, it's a little tight. Yep. Uh, Todd went with 18. 18. Nice. And I went with, uh, I went right in the middle because I, I thought about going with my three, which I had available. Yeah. Or my, I think my 24 was also available. But I went with 16, which means Garen Cockrell. Nice hey. job, Garen. He's our winner here today. Get the, yourself a new kickstand. The least wrong of all of us. <laughs> the least yep. wrong. Uh, yep. Uh, well, that's great. You, what are you going to get a basket? What are you going to get for that, uh, the back of that bicycle? Baseball you know, cards in the spokes. Little... It's got the rack. It's got the rack on the back, the but so, but it doesn't have anything to like hook anything onto. Yeah, you got to secure something. Yeah. Get, they make special bags that that'll latch onto them. Yeah, think. with clips and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
want to get one of those maybe some, or some bungees just leave it for like a buddy to sit on <laughs> sure sit on the back there you'd have to that'd be side saddle though right you could it'd be yeah you couldn't you gotta have that. a lot of thigh yeah uh muscle unless they just to, rest their feet on that derailleur and break it off again <laughs> <laughs> you just hug their knees a little knee hug yeah oh, like no, just like just all yeah oh man like off on a shelf you're mm-hmm. off on a <laughs> Have you seen those that bike attachment where Jim on a Schwinn? Uh, nope. it, it's like a it's like a seat for a small child, but it's in front of I the have handlebars. Seen that, and that terrifies that me. That is so crazy. But at to the me. same time, don't you kind of like it because you could now you can you see, see your the kid. child. Yeah. Whereas before, well, there, there's one that goes on the um, the crossbar, so it's it's between you and the handlebars, which is nice because it's almost like you you can hug them. Oh, that's interesting. But then the, the one that's in front of the handlebars seems like you're really putting them out yeah, there. Yeah, you're you're eating like them. They're like a yes. human shield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Like, yeah. you take the you take the mosquitoes to the face i'll uh, hang back yeah yeah i don't like that i never liked riding with my son on the back of the bike because he'd always fall asleep and then i would just you know what i mean and i'd <laughs> just be stuck. he'd fall asleep constantly and then i'd you know his body would shift one way or another right, and i'd right, always right. be afraid that he'd fall like, i never did it make the bike tip or something yeah you no know, danielle bought that thing for me that that little uh trailer Right. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Where, uh, that, it goes behind it. Yeah, put it behind like it. A tent on it or something. It's like yeah. a, like a little tent that you're mm-hmm. dragging a tent behind you, and yeah. they're like at the time they were like five hundred dollars. Yeah, and she bought it for because Oliver was not even a year, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll use it. I used it one, literally one time because it's like you're you're alone. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not even you're not even bonding with the child. Right. They're way back there in some weird tent. Yeah, and it's a fucking hassle. Yeah, and you take up so much room. Oh, that, and you're like, scared to death. Every turn's right. got to be big and wide. Yeah, and, riding in a city like that oh, just scares the hell yeah. out of me. I hate it. Yeah, I, 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 not good. And then I eventually started a yard sale for I'm going to say a painful loss. <laughs> oh, right, of course. Same, same with our car seats. Like they're brand new. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Now, having kids is weird, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we learned. It's true, true. Todd Levin's been our guest. I have. What a joy. Oh, it was so nice Always being great here. To it see was. It was very nice. Always great to see you. Right? Did we cover everything? Did I Are you going to get weepy again when you say goodbye to him? No. <laughs> I fool me once, says my former president. I'm not going to fall prey to that. And this motherfucker is, you know, he's a zoo. <laughs> what? What's that? That's the the, the, handshake oh, and then, oh, then rub pull, the... Uh, pulls it back. Yeah. yeah. He's done that to, uh, to me way too many times. Yeah. yeah. Now you, you say goodbye, I say goodbye. And then that's a Beatles song. They say Hello. You I don't listen it. to that part of the song. <laughs> <laughs> you, you cut, you yeah, make like, your own is, special that's, edit. That's yeah. how I like it. That's how I, like <laughs> it. I don't need it anymore. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. 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 Who is that? Goodbye. Is that Cheap Trick? Who is that? Goodbye. 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 I don't goodbye, know. Goodbye. goodbye. Look at me. I'm actually doing chords. Yeah. You're doing beautiful <laughs> fretwork. As, as if that's going to help anybody guess what I'm <laughs> yeah. doing. Wait, let me just show me. Goodbye. 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 goodbye, 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 goodbye. I think, and I, that, if I know you, that's actually Guitar Hero chords. Oh, probably. Yeah. Green. Click, 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 click. Yes, it might be. Yes, it it is. Thank you, Gary. What is it? It's Wango Boingo. Oh. And and I only know that because I want to say some radio shows played at the end of. uh, That's their like sign off. Their sign off shift. Yeah. 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 I believe that's how I know that. The great Daniel Elfman. Uh, He does. I guess he does film now. Mm. No, look it up. Yeah, he does film. Look the, up the guy from Wango Boingo. Yeah, right. From that that kind of fun party band. Mm. He, he, I, I, th- I, unless I misread something. Not likely. I swear to God, I read. Unlike somewhere. you with that answer to trivia question, I do not accept it. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I don't know. I swear to God, I read it somewhere. 
It's Hot 11. Thank you. Thank you. On behalf of the pop culture beast, there he is. Why are we yelling? Too big. Went too big. I ruined it. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Dada. <laughs> oh. That's very sweet. On behalf of the pop the culture beast, there he is over there at the info desk. That's Garen Cockrell. Behind Video Village, that's Dragon Drop, Elliot Hopeberg. Behind the uh, Man of the Ones and Twos, the Honcho Matt Ballet, but of course, a great friend of the show. Todd Levin, I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For two bonus episodes a week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.